0: No purchase necessary. Boy prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio <laughs> with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy right here on Blog Talk Radio. Cindy. <laughs> You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. We cover topics such as ghosts, hauntings, UFOs, Bigfoot, and more.
1: Paratalk Radio is a product of Genesee Valley Paranormal Investigators. Paratalk Radio is on every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Central. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube.
2: We are on AHAM Radio Network and blogtalkradio.com. You can watch live video streams of Paratalk Radio on Facebook Live at facebook.com backslash paratalkradio. Paratalk Radio is recorded live at J. Wolf Studio in Ontario, New York. And you can contact us at tedgvpi at gmail.com.
1: Okay, John, hit him with the disclosure.
0: Some of the topics, discussions, and opinions expressed on the show may not be representative of Paratalk Radio, AHAM Radio Network, our hosts, or our sponsors. (laughs) Some of the language used on the show may not be appropriate for listeners under 16. And now, here are your hosts. Ted and Cindy. Hello, everybody. Hi,
1: everybody. (laughs) (laughs) John, say hi. Hello. (laughs) Say hi, John.
2: Hi, John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Now, um, first of all, uh, some of you know I've been sick. Sicky Uh, Ted. Sicky Ted. Yep. I had a couple strains of the flu, which were not very good. And uh, I'm feeling better, so I'm here. And um, hopefully things will go well for us tonight um, We have a sh- great show for you with uh, Mr. Wes Forsyth Who is from um, yes. Scarefest in Kentucky um, yes. He's the voice, he has his own radio show um, Michelle, our friend Michelle, the psychic, yes. has been on his show Oh and, nice! Um, yeah, so it's been it's been uh, a long time coming I've been wanting to get him on here and since we've Very been nice, The
3: indeed.
1: whole thing with
2: Scarefest with us, we want to go and we want to be a part of that and hopefully we'll, you know, everything will be good there. And um, just awesome, you know. Yeah. Other than being under the weather, I think I'm good. How about you?
1: I'm fabulous.
2: Fant- fantabulous.
1: <laughs> I am fantastic, actually. That's good. Um, I, I was rushing here because I was actually worried because my son had a um, track meet. So, I didn't get to wear my Paratalk radio shirt. Oh, Jesus.
2: Oh, turn your volume down. I did
1: already. Didn't you just see me do that? <laughs> it turned it back up. That was so crazy. Literally. Ooh, there you go. I did it go. on purpose. I turned it down and then it was all the way there. Scared the crap out of me. I don't know if you just saw me jump. That was for real. I, know. I For reals. Stopped. That was for, for reals. For reals. For reals. Because I literally just turned it down. And... It, I don't know why I did that. There was
2: I, a- I, know, I don't know either.
1: Because I, I knew I was going to be turning off
2: my headset. So yeah. That's weird. Well, I we want to thank everybody for joining sure. us here tonight. Yes. Um, so, you know, we finally have our live stream up for uh, Periscope. So we're up there tonight. Um, Perfect. So uh, this is our first show on Periscope. And uh, we tried it out last week. Last week. In, um, last week. Because <laughs> I got a cowboy hat on Um and I just want to say thank you. We're going to start building our audience from here, as well as having live on Facebook. We wanted to try having both, and uh, go from there. Um, next week, Monday, it'll be a really good show. We've had her on the show I'll before, really you, really
3: but you, you have not
2: had an opportunity to talk with her or meet her. And um, she is one of my f- favorite researchers. Um, her name is Linda Godfrey, and she does a lot of the research on the dogman or werewolf, however you want to put it. Oh, she
3: wow, does. that's super cool.
2: Yeah, so it'll be her second time on the show with us, and um, oh, nice. I can't wait to talk with her. It'll be great. Um, but tonight, we are definitely talking to Mr. Wes West Forsythe um, mm-hmm. from Scarefest. Um, we, I want to find out more about Scarefest. I mean, we're talking about going, but we've never been there. Right, neither of us. I've heard from other people that that have gone, said it's amazing, and uh, I figured we'd get into it with him a little bit and then discuss some stuff about him as well and uh, see how he got into all of it.
1: That sounds fantastic. You know, so... Yeah, I would uh, love to know that. Yeah, I
2: mean, everybody knows what I did for the past week because I was laid (laughs) up in bed, so... He's
1: watching his his phone and watching videos.
2: Yeah, that's all I did. Uh <laughs> watching videos, doing some research and uh you know, doing a lot of uh, I don't know, when you're laying in bed and you're sick, you just want to do something and you know, Criminal Minds, I was watching episode after episode it's of that. Sleep. And...
1: That's what you want to do.
2: Yeah, I know. I sleep too much, I think. Yeah, I don't like sleeping that much. No.
1: But that makes your body heal. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so so let me say hi to people all
2: right go for it
1: hi Stephanie and Kristen and Rachel and Sheila who is in Albany tonight for a training at work and she said she loves taking us with her
2: awesome thank you thank you
1: yes um Kathy and Amy and Michelle McMahon Mm -hmm. I hope I said her name right I'm sorry. Oh, and Amy said she loves the cowboy hat, Ted.
2: Thank you. This is actually an Fun old cowboy hat. He
1: didn't say it right.
2: It's for when I was t Hi,
1: Eric. You can't sleep when you die. Oh, you can sleep when you die. That's <laughs> That's right. funny, Eric.
2: That's right. That's right.
1: Yeah, so we have a lot of people with us. Fantastic. That's
2: good. And uh, Periscope is up, so if you join Periscope, all you really got to do is put in Paratalk Radio, and that'll come up.
1: Awesome thoughts.
2: Yeah, the video I, feed I need is... To,
1: I need to put that on my Facebook right now,
2: so... Yeah, the... Because
1: uh, I don't know that one yet.
2: The video feed from Periscope is seems to be stronger and a better feed than Facebook Live.
1: Periscope believe. is?
2: Yeah, it seems to be real nice. The picture's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really liking it. You know, what is, so.
1: I, I was going to... I knew earlier what I was going to put for my... Um, my post today because it was from The Shining.
3: <laughs>
1: and it's just about... It's something Jack says. It's like the sh- Let the Show Begin or something like that. I can't remember. Does oh, anybody know?
2: Well, but anyways, if you go to periscope.tv slash Paratalk Radio, that's where we are. I'm going to stay hydrated so we're yes. drinking our water and... Um, I will do my best with paranormal news And stuff tonight too It's just hard with the sinuses being the way they are But I'm a trooper, we'll make it
1: He's a big boy
2: That's right, (laughs) I got my big boy pants on That's right We uh I I'm really need to discuss real quick that May 17th, mm-hmm. which is next Thursday, I'm going to be at the Haunted Palmyra, Palmyra yes. Museum. I have a lecture there from the 7th, 7 to 9. Not the 7th. The 17th, the, sorry. Oh, 17th. 17th, yeah. I was
1: like, that's not right. That's today.
2: <laughs> 17th from 7 to 9. Um, come on down uh, on my books. Um, mm-hmm. So you'll be able to pick up one of the books and
1: cool, fun.
2: a little uh, lecture about the book and all that stuff. And I actually discussed it with our producer over there. And we're going to be taking Paratalk Radio to the Palmyra <gasps> Museum and doing a live show there as soon as Bonnie and I can figure out a date. So a Monday Aww, night will be a, I think it'd be nice.
1: A Monday night at the.
2: Thank you for the hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Keep them coming. Appreciate so, it. Thank you.
1: So that's Monday at the. Um... At one of the museums? Yes. Yeah,
2: so, yeah. Oh, so Thursday, believe it or not, uh, Thursday night, uh, the 17th, May 17th, when I have my lecture and stuff, I'm going to meet here. Uh-huh. And then you and John, can we can all ride together if you want to go. Okay. And then we'll go to my lecture and stuff. And then that way he can scope out the area for putting the Paratalk radio show there. And do the whole thing, and come back, and you know, spend a couple hours together on a Thursday. We never, but we don't do that. I know
1: we don't get to do that very often.
2: Thank you for the hearts, uh, guys, on Periscope. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, tell
1: me what the Periscope one is. It's
2: periscope.tv Periscope. dot tv. P
1: e r i s c o p e. Yep. dot tv,
2: TV backslash
1: Nobody better slash me. <laughs>
2: Paratoc Radio. Don't make me laugh because I'll get in a coffin fit and I won't be able to... Paratoc hey.
1: Radio like the way we normally do it? Yep, yep,
2: yep. Okay. Yep. yep. can build you a coffin the this.
1: <laughs> well, we could do that the, the tattoo arm coffin.
2: Yeah. Hey, I, I got a joke for you.
1: Okay. All right. You just told me it was a joke, though.
2: We're in a cemetery. Okay. All right. Okay. There's a coffin here and a coffin there. Okay. No, no, no. There's a casket here. Sorry. And a casket here. Okay. This casket over here starts shaking and rattling. Oh, Lord. Starts yelling and screaming. Okay. This casket over here is being nice and quiet, except for it's got one little noise that happens every few seconds. Mm -hmm. Well, this one over here, we go over, and this casket decides, he goes, that's it. I've had enough. Hey, you. And the other casket. And the other kid has good answers in a sense. Yeah. What? Stop coughing. To keep <laughs> me awake.
1: <laughs> that's so funny.
2: It's a stupid little kid's joke.
1: It's cute, though. It is cute. It's super cute. But okay, anyways. now I got to go back to my Paratalk radio.
2: Okay. But that's, that's where we are tonight. Yeah. You know, Ooh, um, that it was him and his high little whistle. Weirdo. Yeah. Um, So Cindy and I have decided We want to adopt a baby together Yeah The problem is is that we can't raise the $600 Yeah And there's a 10 month wait period Do you guys want to know more? Do you? Yeah We we, we do want to Here's the catcher Is this baby Is a werewolf baby (laughs) Believe it or not and it's six hundred dollars to adopt one.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And um we get to uh the actually I was looking at some of the stuff and you get to choose eye co- eye color what color for you know. the whole deal.
1: So nice. that's pretty
2: cool. So Okay. Uh thank you for the hearts. Appreciate thank that. Hi
1: Cal. So Hi Kim.
2: God, I feel like we need music or something. I mean we need something. Lots of music? Uh Where's our uh
0: good question?
2: Well, I was gonna ask Where's this.
0: our what? <laughs> where, where's our
2: little ring around the rosy girl? Uh, yeah, so... where is she?
1: Well we have a boy in a box.
2: Yeah, no, I, I I'm really into this whole I started using her for the beginning of our videos on YouTube.
3: Really? For our
2: little ghost girl that sings ring around the rosy?
3: Ring around
2: Mm-hmm. Is that what you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. Can you,
3: can you? I like it.
2: Listen up, guys. This is this little girl and she's got a great voice and love the song. <laughs> listen up.
3: Um.
1: Tell your friends if they don't watch, we're threatening everybody. They don't
2: share. Yeah, no, you gotta share, you gotta guys. Share, you gotta, you gotta, gotta share. Share, yeah. share
1: us, because otherwise we're gonna kill you. I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's fine.
2: I'm trying to it's stay fine. trying to try, trying to stay goofy and stuff. It's very hard when you're sick, but <laughs> I'm trying to stay there. I, I, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm trying to stay there.
1: there. I'm trying to stay in the goofy state.
2: Yeah. So, uh, special shout out to our sponsor, uh, Mr. DJ Button for DigitalInkArts.com. Um,
1: He's amazeballs.
2: Stickers Amaze. are amazing I, on the truck. I don't oh, know if you guys have seen the truck. Isn't the truck gorgeous now? I mean, I love truck? They lo- I, I love. I the stickers.
1: Amazing.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it's awesome.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, my goodness. You know, I, we have not heard from, really, we haven't heard from Mungie in a while. We haven't heard from Stitches in a long yeah, time. Yeah, that
3: Mungie.
2: I know. You got words for him. I know.
1: Mungie. But... Munch. Uh-oh. Mungie. Just so you
2: know. Angel of Chaos 84. Hello. Thank you for joining hey. me. Hey. Uh, here I am, Chanel. Hi, Chanel. Hi.
1: Awesome.
2: She's over on Periscope. Beautiful. Well, she was here
1: on, she's on both. She oh, may have just nice? switched over to Periscope, though.
2: Nice. Beautiful. Hard us up, baby. <clears throat>
1: yeah. <laughs> hard us up?
2: Or hard. <laughs> Don't hard. make me laugh. Hard us okay, up. so tonight, this is what we're giving away. Um, I don't know how many of you guys remember the episode, but we do. And it was an amazing interview that we had oh with Dr. Kobaba. Oh, It Kobol- was
1: so awesome. Kobol- Doctor- I can't say it. Dr. Kobaba.
2: Kobaba.
3: Kobaba.
1: Um,
2: we have a couple of his books um, that he sent so that we yes. can give them away to our fan base. So, Please. Can um, we give them away? Yes. So we've got one here that we're going to be giving away this week. And um, I have to say that we uh, – uh, Jason – Whitnell from Ghosts of London.
1: Yeah. I
2: received his package um, with the... You received his
1: package? The package. He needs his package.
2: I got the package with the t-shirt and stuff. (gasps) And, and, we're send that. and that's got to be mailed out to Robert. So, yes. so Robert, we got you Robert, covered, buddy.
1: Robert, where are you, buddy?
2: Yep, and he's over in Australia. He's in
1: he's down under,
2: and we're <laughs> we're not sure um, how. I don't know how long it's going to take for it to get there, Wait, or even how much it's going to cost to mail it, but. Hey, we'll get it there whether we, we will. tie it to a kangaroo and mail the kangaroo or whatever. We'll get it to you, buddy. We'll
1: tie it to a, um, what is it bird? A
2: pigeon. A pigeon. <laughs>
1: a carrier pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait
2: till you hear some of that. And what does that remind you of, John? What did we talk about earlier with pigeons?
1: Wait, okay. what were we talking about earlier oh, with we were pigeons? Putting,
2: we were putting the paranormal news together.
1: Oh, without me. Without you. You bitches.
2: Yes. Uh, First <laughs> super heart. Uh, Ooh, thank you, Chanel. Ah,
1: thanks, Chanel.
2: Aww. Oh She's wait, super l- l- somebody's us. calling in here. Who we got? Let's 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 go to the phone.
1: Oh it, I hope it's money.
2: Hello? hello I guess you're
4: talking to me. This is Wes. I was just I just dialed in early so I can listen.
2: Oh. Okay. Well that's okay. <laughs> you can listen in or jump in anytime you want, Wes. <laughs> well, now that I'm on, but do, you all go, you, oh,
4: do, do, do your stuff. Do your stuff. I,
2: I'm good. do
3: oh
2: <laughs> gosh. <laughs> you be wearing the cowboy hat? Oh, I didn't even think about that.
1: That was awesome, Wes.
2: <laughs> I like that we...
1: accent. I like that accent.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, it was weird. I just heard my voice. In yeah, the because background.
2: the delay. You yeah. know, You're hearing it. You're hearing it through his thing. I did. That's so funny.
3: That was funny.
2: <sighs> but anyways, Doctor Kolbaba's book. You uh, want it. Yes, you know you, you, want, want, it. It. you um, want it. You want it. You want
3: it. You uh,
1: want it. It's amazing.
2: It's him and 26 other physicians that have, you know, talk about um, the,
1: their experiences the experiences other ho- people have had with in the hospitals and the doctors
2: and, and stuff that they couldn't explain that was paranormal. Right. And so we've got one here for you. So tonight, yes. basically what we're going to do is like we did last week, you guys are going to have to get used to calling in. And get that means on get on your phones, and then we will give you the number of, of what we're looking for.
3: Okay. And
2: then you call in and win the book. That's win how that the
3: works. book. <laughs> so that's how that works.
2: Sorry if you hear me coughing, folks. You know, trying to get over this still the weather a little bit, but. Um. <coughs> Sorry. Oh.
1: Pay no attention to the man on the phone. Yeah, side. wearing
2: the cowboy hat. <laughs> Oh my goodness! If this he is terrible. starts coughing, he
1: becomes invisible, right?
2: No, I don't become invisible. Better wipe off that microphone.
1: Oh, <laughs> <El>, right. Gross. <girl. laughs> You're supposed to cut it off when he starts coughing. Yeah, I
2: know, but I don't have a button for that. Yeah, yeah. We need yeah. to get a
1: button for that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I...
1: hey Adam.
2: At, at which 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 Adam?
1: Adam Briggs.
2: Hey, buddy. Sheila. Adam Briggs used to be a part of GBPI.
1: Well, I thought he did. Yeah,
2: yeah, him and his uh, girl, yeah.
1: And they're not anymore.
2: No, he, he, I don't know what happened. He's got, bill- he was really busy though and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. He's just on the wayside right now, but he can go anytime he wants. Adam's awesome. Good guy.
1: There's a good one coming up this weekend, Adam. No, uh,
2: actually, there's a great one coming up this weekend. You
1: should come.
2: Um. I don't know what that black dot is over there from that thing. But, yeah, we are, we are actually going to see a black dot. Oh,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I
1: did see that over here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, anyway, we. Yeah,
2: that's funny. We're going to investigate a hotel. Um, Kristen
1: says it's her, it's, oh, on May 21st, it's her birthday. She's going to be 50. Wow,
2: happy birthday. Yeah, Remind Kristen? us when we get yes, closer to it.
3: closer.
2: Yeah. Um, anyways. We're gonna go do this investigation at a house um, so that's actually used to be, yeah, it used to yes. be a motel. And person um, that owned the hotel was actually with the Black Hand, a part of the mafia.
1: The mafia.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The mafia.
2: The thing is, is La it, cosa it, yeah, he, he would he w- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John.
1: So what did he say? Is it something nostra?
2: La cosa nostra. What yeah. does that mean? He, I don't want to like, uh, You guys can't see the producer, John, but you yes, guys know how can... we interact from time to time. But if, if this is your first time watching, let me explain a couple there things is to you. A, oh, here's come a... now. Okay. Here, here's the way Paratalk Radio works. The oh, we're first, goofy. The first, yeah. The and first half time. hour, we are ourselves. We're goofy. We're... <laughs> Well, actually, we're that all the way straight through it, but we're there's really ourself. no topic that's specific with paranormal anything in the first no half hour. No topic. Too it's, just, it's just us. And uh, we discuss whatever we want to discuss for the half hour, first half hour to kind of get ourselves, you know, into the swing of things, I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> we, just swing, a,
1: we swing into
2: things? We do. Yeah. Well, uh-huh.
1: We're swingers. We're, we're swingers.
2: swingers. <laughs> ah. Okay, some things get off topic, but whatever. I
1: mean, but whatever. It's fine. But we
2: were talking about... Stop
1: thinking about us being swingers right now.
3: (laughs) That was kind of fun.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) How are we going to adopt a werewolf baby if if we're swingers? They're never going to let us adopt a baby. (laughs) Well,
1: Listen, it's all kinds of parenting this time of year. This time of... Year 2018.
2: <laughs> do we put a collar on them and a chain? What do we do with them? We hold them. We just hold them? We hold them. Okay. Well, I, I'm actually going to make a post on, you know after the show. We'll post uh-huh. it on there where people can go and check out these werewolf babies. I, I really do want to adopt one. So, folks, we're going to so be putting cute. together a, a fundraiser so that you guys can help us adopt a werewolf baby. Because yeah. I think it would be awesome to have one for Prayer Talk Radio. Yeah. We could take him everywhere with us.
3: We could, yeah.
2: except on a full moon. Except on a full moon. Oh. Okay. Well. Oh. <laughs> she, she's practicing on how she's going to communicate with him. Already.
1: Right. Listen, you have to be able to communicate with
3: your baby.
2: Got to learn the language. That's true. That is true. So this, this is what we got coming up today. You're
3: in
0: France.
2: Do what the Frenchies you know, do.
0: Yeah. You know, it's it's really not a I mean, bad idea. I think to just,
2: oh,
0: guess what, came early, oh, okay, it came early, it Came early.
2: I wonder Santa Claus has got a whole bunch of L's,
1: no wonder why women don't like it very much,
2: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible,
1: but the uh, truth, but the truth, we don't like it when it comes early,
2: all right, all right, so this is what we're doing, <laughs> at this point, and West. Feel free to jump in. Sure can. Um, we are going to be talking about what we call Hi, par- paranormal news, or weird news, or just things we find interesting just news. Things that TW enjoys.
1: Yeah. Well, Michelle says hello, West, Cindy, Ted, and John.
2: Well, hello, hello, there. Michelle. So, Hoi. one of the topics I want to talk about. Hi. <laughs> Is Jack the Ripper? Yes. Not now we we had talked about with Jason Whitnell about going to
1: mm. oh my god England England and, and doing the those... Jack
2: the Ripper thing yes
3: can so, we please
2: I would love to I looked into flights for us it's eight hundred bucks a person what that over and bad. back
1: over and back
2: we would have to sell our baby werewolf at least four times
3: <sighs> that's just not right
2: I know but anyway so. <laughs> I've been doing some research on that. Okay. And um, I wanted to kind of throw a couple things. This is things that most people think they know, but they don't know about Jack the Ripper. Okay. So I well, don't know how many don't actually, of
1: you... actually. Let's be clear. We don't actually know
2: we, right, there is no, who
1: Jack the Ripper is.
2: And that's the first one, is yeah. that people don't know who he is. Right. They never figured it out. Right, correct. They had um, people they thought he might have been. Correct. In fact, one of the um, suspects...
1: Was a politician's son, I believe, right?
2: Queen Elizabeth's um, nephew.
1: I knew it was yeah. somebody in high places.
2: Right. So here's the other thing. is People with Jack the Ripper thought he killed like 12, 15, 20 women. No, it was only like three or five. Five. Yeah. He only killed five See, women. See,
1: I know more than you thought yeah, I would. So
2: apparently. Listen, he, I
1: love Jack the Ripper. I mean, it's weird. I know.
2: Yeah. So there he was only, also a
1: doctor that they thought he was.
2: Right, right. So let me just read a little bit of this and hopefully I can get through it with my sinuses being the way they are. Yeah. Um, it says, Jack the Ripper terrorized London in 1888, mm-hmm. killing at least five women, mutilating their bodies in an unusual manner indicating that the killer had a substantial substantial knowledge of human anatomy. Correct. And that's why they thought he was some type of physician. I can't talk to In the
1: medical,
2: Doctor, field, in the medical
1: least, field, They thought he was at least in the medical field, having gone to school, medical school, to be able to
3: dissect
1: Especially and do
2: these with, things they were, so... Right, with I such mean... such
3: a
1: skilled
2: hand. The thing was is... And I started watching some of the uh, of the episodes while I was sick, laying in bed for four days. Yeah. They actually, and it was part, what got me was, kind of reminded me of um, clown character, the way this guy cut this guy, uh, cut the girls up, mm-hmm. because he actually sliced the eyelids. You know how, like, a clown used to put right. the paint like yep. that? Yep, That's how he, you know, it, it, for some reason I kept thinking, maybe it's somebody that had, like, was a clown in a circus or something? I don't know. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know that. either. But it was weird. Um, the culprit was never captured or even identified. Um, Jack the Ripper's remains one of England's and world's most infamous criminals. Infamous. Inf- my, whatever.
1: Same thing to me. <laughs> uh,
2: all five killings uh, attributed to Jack the Ripper took place within a mile of each other. Hmm. All right, yeah. so these are little things that people proximity. may not know when they hear Jack the Ripper. That's what we're doing, That's okay? Um, it was also near the Whitechapel District of London's East End.
3: Correct, yep.
1: Okay,
2: so there was actually a couple case files where there was Jack the Ripper, and then there was this, and, and I saw that yesterday, was there was this Whitechapel um, killing. There was actually two separate... Um, case files until they put them together. Wow. So I most didn't people realize didn't know that. that.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. And it said here, uh, several other murders occurring around that time uh-huh. have also been investigated as the work of Leather Apron, which I guess is another nickname for the murderer.
1: Oh, so it could he Jack the Ripper could have killed more so than one. So I think that's
2: why they took the two and put them together, because it was one for Jack the Ripper and one for this um,
1: Leather Apron killer. Leather
2: Apron. And so they, they just put the two of them together. Um, there was also a number of letters that were um, allegedly written.
1: Yes, and that, they've actually, so something that I've seen on it, they've actually taken the paper and they actually brought it down to a specific man that could only have had this paper because it was quite.
2: A rare paper? It,
1: it was unique and it was unique. rare, Yeah.
2: Wow, so they might actually know who it is.
1: Well, they will not stay with Absolute because they can't, obviously, because I'm certain he's dead by now.
2: Right, right. <laughs> oh, and it wasn't for nephew, uh, Queen uh, Victoria. Sorry, not a little bit. It was Queen Victoria, and it was for uh, grandson. 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 So, yeah, so that's my little thing about Jack the River. That's part of the news that I dug up. I thought it was interesting, interesting because we talked about Jack the River and we going did, over there yes. with Jason. And uh, I just thought it was uh, something cool to bring up. It is.
1: Something paranormal. So. <laughs> wow. You better be quiet, John. So
2: man. we're moving on to here's something paranormal. There you go. All right. So you're going to love this title. Okay, here you go. Here's the title of the story. Brazilian president moves out of official residence due to ghosts.
1: Stop it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
2: Yep. They yep. can just
1: call me. I'll they come can? down. I'll go down there, and, you know, I'll just investigate it for them. Yeah,
2: it says politician and his family are returning to the vice presidential palace because their official residence has bad energy. Bad, bad juju.
3: juju.
1: Bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> no bueno juju.
2: Yeah, and unfortunately, they didn't give a lot more information other than that. So, that's Yeah,
1: they do speak Portuguese. <laughs>
2: Portuguesa Portuguesa Yes um, The next one that Well is Not really paranormal But it is Because Tesla Is who we're going to talk about now
3: Okay
1: He um, was a
2: freak He
1: A uh, Ah, yeah,
2: He's awesome He like, was what awesome what kind of
1: freakadeek Are we talking about though John
2: Well there was some things With Tesla That just weren't uh, It just wasn't um, You'd have to ask Jennifer Rose Because he may have been Into pegging
1: Oh Jesus. Oh
2: my god. We gotta talk to Mungy about that too. Oh
1: my god. Stop it. Why did you ring that? Up? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you don't know what he's just talking about, don't ask don't. Urban Dictionary at
2: No, don't even it. do that.
1: Don't yeah, no, if well, you're maybe. really curious. You yes. are. I, I don't need to look it up.
2: No. You already know well, we did that so. when Mungy was on. So all right, so here's the third story for us tonight. Hi,
1: Jeff Angelo and Jamie Beers. How are you guys? All right,
2: everybody on Mm Periscope, I will get to you. I just can't at this moment because I'm working off of this for the Paranormal News. So here's number three for our Paranormal News. Okay. Uh, Tesla fell in love with a pigeon and other weird facts that you didn't know.
1: Oh good god. Come on.
2: So that's why I said Opinion. when we were talking about when we were talking about the pigeon earlier that you said mm-hmm. that's what reminded me Listen, of it. Listen,
1: is it weird that the psychic brought up a pigeon out of nowhere?
2: Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Just so cuz I wasn't
1: here for, you know, your guys' pigeon <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it's the way of letting you know. Spirit will let you know that I know.
2: Yeah, well. <laughs> I wanted to tell, you know, this is just a
1: so what's the paranormal part of this? Yeah,
2: tell us about I'm, this. I'm trying to get to it now that this stupid thing came up eh. on here. Um, I was reading some of them. Did you know that oh, <laughs> Tesla and um, Mark Twain were friends? Really? Pales. They were pales for a while. Um, and then Mark Twain actually put it out there that he wanted somebody to produce this um, Longevity uh, engine of some type he wanted. So Tesla went out, built it, and because and, Mark Twain actually offered $50,000 for somebody that could invent this. So Tesla invented it. That was an improved DC. Improved, took it to Mark Twain, and Mark Twain never paid him. Never paid him. So at that point, Tesla and Mark Twain, no more friendship.
1: Well, that's fifty grand. I mean, back in those days, that's like a million bucks, man.
2: Yeah, I yeah. mean, so there was no there was no friendship after that. So yeah, that that went bye bye. Bumski. Yeah. So.
1: So are we back to the pegging?
2: Well, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, you could ask Angel of Chaos about that. I don't um, know.
1: No, okay. Angel of Chaos?
0: She's in there. Mm.
2: Oh. We greeted her earlier.
1: Who is it? Who's the Angel of Chaos?
2: No, she's on uh, Periscope. She's on Periscope. Oh, the, oh,
1: Angel. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. you got to pay attention
2: Sometimes here. Sometimes it just things doesn't always quick.
1: click. Right. John.
2: Right. Now, also, sorry, one angel. of the things about Tesla was that um, he had this fear of knowing when he was going to die and something like this. He actually was a sensitive. Okay. And he apparently was in his room and he was staring out the window and this pigeon just flew in the window that he fell in love with, came in the window, sat down, stared at Tesla for a while, and then just croaked.
1: What?
2: So he took that as a sign. Mm
1: -hmm. What kind of sign? That he was going to die soon.
2: That it was something of looking into his future. That's. I'm trying to get back to it but unfortunately it's not letting me get back to it. So
1: you just need to go
0: back to our page.
2: And that's paranormal news. Yeah, unfortunately it's gonna to have to be because it's not letting me go back to that because of some mm-hmm. stupid thing. Then we are going to go to commercial and come back with our guest and you're gonna yeah, tell everybody about Hannah. our guest. Right Aaron. Alright, Mr West, hold tight, we're gonna do our first commercial, okay, we'll Aaron. be right back.
0: Flashlight Recorder and Comfortable Shoes, A Simple Guide to Paranormal Investigation, written by Keith Spratly and Ted Van Son. If you're looking to join the living who research the paranormal or the unknown, this book will guide you into developing your techniques. Reverend Tim Shaw says, the work will guide you along your journey to seek the truth about life after death. Available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. And you can find a direct link on paratalkradio.com. Get your copy today.
2: All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. Hello, Facebook
1: it's, and hello, Periscope, and hello, blog Facebook, talk.
2: and hello, Blog Talk, yes.
1: And hello, YouTube.
2: Yeah, we're not live with them though right now, but no, we will but be. We, no,
1: but we'll be on there, too, so why not say hi to everybody? Because we
2: got to add some more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we're no longer with YouTube? No, we no, are. No, 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 we're, no we no, are. No, we, we got YouTube.
2: We're just today. not
1: live with YouTube. All
2: right, folks, so... Please, this is what we're doing today. And yes, I'm still under the weather. I know some of you have been watching my posts, and thank you so much for saying get well soon. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. We are sitting here, and we are going to be talking here real quickly with Miss What? What were you going to say?
1: Chanel said that we also have. They also think it was a woman. Read up on Mary Percy.
2: Oh, yes, 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 for for Jack the Ripper. They thought it yes. was a female. Yes, yes, that is mm-hmm. true. Anyways, we are talking to Mr. Wes Forsyth, Forsyth, right? Is that how I say your last name, Wes? Yes, yes, you, you said it correctly. Ooh, awesome, awesome. Um, he is best known for uh, hosting Paranormal Filler, which is his, um, it's, a, it's a talk show, correct? Like ours.
3: Well,
2: maybe yeah, it's a,
3: not like. Yeah, that. yeah, it was
4: a. Uh, <laughs> it it was it was a radio talk show. Now it, it's defunct. Now I I moved away from it and into Scarefest Radio, and a new project I have with the Haunted Space.
2: Awesome! Oh, nice. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that was kind of like your start out.
1: Your breakout.
4: Well. I'd, I'd, Yeah, I, you could call it a start-out, but I mean, I did it for like six, seven years, so uh, uh,
2: it was a long start. Yeah, that's that's, that's that definitely is? longer than me. Yep. Uh, that's a long time.
1: Well, definitely me, too. Since yeah. I've only been doing it since
2: February. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> I've only been doing it for, what, a year and a half, maybe almost, something like that. But we're new, mm-hmm. we're young, we're still fun, you know. Um, let's see here. Uh, Scarefest is one of the things I really want to talk about with you. Um Heck yeah. You are mm-hmm. considered the voice of Scarefest. Yeah,
4: somehow I ended up with that title. Um, I <laughs> I did the radio show, and um, it, it just grew into this thing where somehow I am the most recognizable person uh, associated with it. And so I became the voice of Scarefest. They they they, they treat me good. They treat me good.
2: <laughs> well, I love it, and I know Cindy's gonna love this, that 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 um on the bio that I got for you it actually so that you are a, an attention whore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yes, I <laughs> I, I went-
4: this is Internet radio, people. It's not like you're going to get rich doing it. There has to be another reason, and I just came right. to the realization very, very early on that was my reason. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: I love awesome. It. That's awesome. Um, it says uh, that – well, I don't want to keep reading off of this. I just want to find out from you um, how you got into this and, and you know why. And was it because you're an attention whore or is it just simply something you <laughs> wanted to do? I mean, we're just, we want to feel you out here a little bit.
1: Well, we want to feel you up a little bit. Okay. okay. Out. I mean,
2: out. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: going to well, kill it that it says over in here. The bio, make-
4: I was, I, I was doing paranormal filler, which is just your typical internet podcast about in, anything paranormal. And, um. I started – I was doing another show called The Paranormal Icon, which was about paranormal conventions, Uh, trying to uh, fold that in a little bit more. So when um, we started doing a segment monthly for the Scarefest, and after I did it about a year, I said, you know, we're just not even touching it. So I went into um, Patty Starr, who owned it at the time, and I was all ready to pitch my idea, and it was – she already was wanting to do it. So we started Scarefest Radio, wow. which is about the Scarefest Horror and Paranormal Convention. Um, it um, It's the largest independently owned horror convention in the United States. Now, some people don't, because horror is so big, a lot of people don't identify it with the paranormal. But the paranormal is a huge chunk. Our paranormal in this part of the convention is bigger than most paranormal conventions. So, um, I just, wow. and now the rule is at the oh. Scarefest, if you stand around long enough, someone will give you a job.
2: And that's pretty much how I got into it.
3: <laughs> there you go. Perfect.
2: Well, that's awesome because we, um, are you cold? I'm
1: good. Um, I'm going to be a heat whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't get me laughing. <laughs> um, we, um, we had actually put in some stuff back in September to actually be a part of ScareFest this year. Um, and uh, I wanted to come down and be a, a speaker, and then um, we we're also talking about being a vendor. I have some good friends that go down there. Um, Michelle Wagner, the, mm-hmm. the Toga Spiritualist. Right. Um, she's uh, actually, she's probably going to be on the show here at about 9 o'clock. Um, she's a really good friend of mine, and she goes down every year. She'll be back there this year. In fact, the uh, parrot Extreme Paranormal is also going to be there which is her paranormal panel that goes Um, and one of the things that that, that really interested me is what you said earlier is that it's it's horror and paranormal and it's just like I mean I understand that horror is huge, it's always been huge and paranormal is actually the unknown which actually was like the supernatural unknown stuff back when In Search Of and all that stuff was on TV and that's how I got into the paranormal, and it's just it—they kind of click together like a piece of a puzzle. And I think ScareFest is an awesome way to have it all. It's like having that, you know, pie or cake with having the frosting, the filler, the—it's just you're having everything right there. You don't have to go anywhere else.
1: No, I want dessert. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and, and I still, but, I still struggle to wrap my head around. The, the, the union of the two. Because now here's the, the ugly little secret. The paranormal people, most of them embrace horror. Uh, because to us, it's just an imaginary part of what we do. Right. But you know, there's a lot no, of horror people, that, and they will watch a ghost movie. They will watch a scary movie all day long. They will be fans of Supernatural. They will be fans of grim But you know what? They don't believe in ghosts. They all think we're batshit crazy.
2: <laughs>
3: well,
4: they a lot of bats have in your another pelfry, thing, and they
1: have another thing coming. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, there are. You know, this this whole thing. I mean, let's see. The, the when did it actually start? I know that I got it here somewhere. You started working. Don't with make it me in do 20, math. It's a, this,
4: this is the eleventh year. This this is the eleventh year. year. Don't make me do math. Okay.
2: That's all I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <11th year. laughs> all so right. Eleventh year. right.
1: 2007.
2: There you go. That'll be that'll do. It. Sounds good. <laughs> so all right. <laughs> good. That'll do. It.
1: And done. All right.
2: So that, that was quick and easy. Look at that. So the show's over. See you later. Have a good night. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope. We got some time to kill. All
2: right. So well, I'm kind of looking here it says um
1: And Phil, we've got oh, is- I said we got some time to kill.
2: So
3: we got Oh, look at you go. So 2015 and
2: 2016 is when you actually started putting your reoccurring segment with uh The Paranormal Icon Show is what it was called, I guess, for Scarefest. I'm trying to yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that
3: yeah,
4: that sounds about right. right.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Um, Now, people from all over the country come to this Scarefest. I mean, it's it's amazingly huge. I've heard stories that it's 100,000 people over a four-day period. You've heard wrong.
4: You cannot fit 100,000 people in the building. I'm sorry, you can't do it. No, 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 no. That's that's a gross overstatement, but um the numbers do bounce between 10 and 15,000. So um uh, and, and trust me, when per you get 15,000 um I'm going to say the peak number in the building is probably closer to the 10. See, it's hard. Somebody buys a three-day ticket. How the hell do you count that? That no, person is there all, all three days. I don't want to count them twice. So in other words, I don't want to overplay the numbers, uh, but, you know, ticket sales and uh, uh, reflect numbers that go between 10 and 15. Now, some of those people are there all three days. Some of them come for just Friday night. Saturday's a big day. Uh, but, right. um, but that's still, you know, that's, like I said, that's still a, a big bunch of people walking around
2: a convention center. Well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of people in one room. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'll put it
1: this
4: way. Uh, I remember. One, of the, one of the bigger, another convention they have there draws in close to 30,000 people, and you cannot walk. We actually hope we don't get that big because it takes a lot of the enjoyment out of the, the convention if you can't move well, around.
1: It it so it can be very and it's over very overwhelming when you have crowds like that that size. i uh just being in San Diego for Comic Con, it is overwhelming. I right. mean, you There's have eighty thousand people there.
3: Right. It's
1: Crazy. Actually, it's usually outside. It's it's closer to a hundred thousand people. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and, so and we're not imagine. San Diego.
4: We're Lexington, Kentucky. Perfect. So,
2: uh, so let's.
1: Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying it's very overwhelming, especially when you're in a smaller yeah. venue. Right. That, that's a large crowd. I
2: am really surprised that, that, that like the, the horror clowns that we know, like Stitches and from Dead City Clowns, that, that they don't go to that convention. Yeah. Which is Scarefest. Well, I'm really surprised. Didn't they say he did? I don't think so. In fact, what we were talking about doing was coming down, taking a pair of talk radio right. there, and then having and Mungie having- be our guest
1: having them come and meet us. Yeah,
2: right? yeah. I could I I don't know, I mean I wanna help Scarefest but I wanna be a part of it too. It's kinda of like what he's doing, but I don't mm-hmm. want to take the podcast thing away from it. I just wanna be a part of it. You know, I yeah. think it would be great, especially now that I got relatives living in Kentucky I can go visit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I've heard nothing about great but great things about Scarefest and you know, I, I listened to um Wes when he had Michelle on and I just loved to you know And I hope someday when we grow up, we can be like his show.
3: (laughs) Fun. I
4: don't even know where I'm going with it. It's actually funny. Now, the first year we did Fear Fest Radio as a weekly segment, we rocked it. I mean, we had a good show. And it's funny, and I still, I became, and and that's the bad thing about me on the radio, is now I say whatever the hell comes to mind. And the second year that we were doing it, we were getting like, let's just say we did not load the schedule with celebrity guests. I'll just put it that way. And um, and I was, so I was like calling myself the redheaded stepchild of the Scarefest. But the, when the new owners came around, uh, Brandon and uh, Nicole Griffith, they absolutely embraced me. They have, uh, we've taken Scarefest Radio now to new directions. We're getting, just absolutely fantastic guests. They've made me start doing video. Uh, so we've got uh, the, uh, the video show with, along with the radio show. And next year, they're actually wanting to build me a studio in Lexington where I would come have to go and do the radio show from there. So they're, they're, they're really behind the project 100%, and that makes a big, big difference.
1: Fantastic!
2: Oh yeah, that's awesome. I wish somebody would build us one.
1: Can somebody?
2: Yeah. Can they? We got sound. We got all the good stuff. We just don't have four walls.
1: Right. And it has to be warm, though. (laughs) Just please have some heat. (laughs) We're not doing this again.
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness! You have to understand, Wes, that. That we are in the middle of a giant warehouse. Um, I don't know. if Watching it on Facebook Live, but then can see us. But it's, it's cold. It, it, it's not cold. Well, it's, I'm sick, well, so.
1: But yes, but and it's getting warmer outside. But listen, yeah. it was cold as balls.
2: As, <laughs> as a
0: witch's.
3: Tit.
4: Well,
0: yeah. for the yeah. record, my current well, studio is be- basically in
4: my attic, so so I have the opposite problem.
2: Cool. Cool. Great. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, you're sweating to knees. death, and we're actually, yeah, you he's know, he's
4: sweating
1: balls, and we're freezing like a witch's tit.
2: Okay, wow.
1: okay, there Way we go. The
2: translation.
3: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so that's the other thing that we have, Wes, is we kind of. Just whatever happens, happens. We let things roll out of our mouths sometimes and um, they
1: blow trippingly off of my tongue.
2: We spiral <laughs> just a little off center.
1: <laughs> I love off center. I we do.
2: we have we have had some people say that we're not professional and that's okay because we want to take Paratalk Radio to Cara be what it frozen. is. We are um we love our show the way it is. We, we interview people like you, Wes, and then people from TV shows and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, authors and doctors and, and everything else. It's just whatever. Yeah.
1: and scary, creepy clowns.
2: Yes. And, uh, that are
1: on my shit well, list. What is professional
4: in um, this business? know What is professional? The, let's say it. The market is saturated. You have to do something to stand out from the crowd. And if that means being too. unprofessional, which I embrace fully, hey,
2: uh I say go for it. <laughs> right. We you. should give him a big hug. We Here's a big hug for you. you. We're you doing a big you're hug. You're getting a big Wes. hug right now, Wes. You're getting a big hug. All
1: right.
2: <laughs> That's cool.
1: Yes, indeed. Um
2: but yeah, we, we are different and we like being different. That's just the way it is. And we'll we'll never change. And you know, <laughs> I think that um the way, um, like they're saying that podcast is a new radio, and I've heard that for 10 years now. And there's so many podcasts out there that are so completely...
1: Newsworthy.
2: Yeah. I mean, you fall asleep. <laughs> and this is John over there still yeah, snoring. Yeah, it's not me. And we don't want that. We we want to make the paranormal fun. We want to make the horror and we, wanna, we want people to be shocked by some of the things that happen, and, and as well as get information and be educational and understand that we are people. We are real people, and shit happens.
4: We are people, too? Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Um,
4: okay. podcasting, okay, I'm going to embrace it and say podcasting is on its way to being the new radio. Um, just as, yeah, and, and I, honestly, I, I, podcasting, as you all are finding out, is evolving into you have to do video to keep, pe- to catch people's attention. And, uh, yeah. Once the infrastructure seen- of the internet <laughs> catches up, then this will be the medium. And those of us that are right. hopefully on the ground floor will be, will be there to, uh, to collect it when it's, when it actually becomes a viable, um, Capitalistic medium, but in
2: the meantime, you know we're doing it.
4: We're we're learning as we go.
2: Exactly, exactly. And
4: fronting the money ourselves.
1: Exactly, (laughs) it's a labor
2: of love. Yes, that sure is. That
1: sounds like a song.
2: Um, (laughs) Now you travel or traveled uh, several places across the country for conventions and stuff as well, right? What What are some of your favorite events? Yeah.
4: Well, um, most of them were out of business. I'll be honest with you. The um, no, what it, I, I put that on there <laughs> as my show reached, I guess you could say, paranormal filler reached its peak of popularity probably two years ago, and I was being flown to Texas, to New York. Um, I mean, people were bu- actually buying me plane tickets to come to their convention. Wow, and um, then it just it, it just dried up like an old fruit. I'm gonna tell you, and uh, so now <laughs> most of my conventions lately are a little closer, but um, but with the new projects coming up and Scarefest is already trying to work it out where um, uh they can you know send me as their ambassador if you will. So I'm hoping to uh, get back into the traveling mode, but um, honestly, I liked. Um, there, there was one in San Antonio that I really, really liked. Uh, I don't. Phantom Fest was the name of it, and uh, but it uh, cool. basically I, it started to feel like they were bringing me in to try to save their asses because two of my favorite conventions died horribly, horrible, horrible deaths after I came. So it was either me being a jinx or I just came in too late.
2: Answer your phone. <laughs> I think that's Roman's phone. That's Roman's phone?
1: Roman,
3: answer your phone.
2: (laughs) All of a sudden you're talking, Wes, and I'm like, why am I hearing a telephone? That was weird. That's funny.
3: You're
2: weird. Well, you know, the thing is, is there are conventions all over. Like, we're in New York, and it seems like every two, three, five years, there's a new one popping up, but then... Next year you don't hear it. You know you don't hear right. anything about it. There's well, no advertising. There's that, no psychic fairs are the right. only thing that are big. Actually, still. That's
4: part of what happened to me. That is part of what happened to me. Um, there are so many conventions. A few years ago, there were several big ones, and so they were looking for. And I I was a B-rate star at the best. I mean if 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 that. But the thing was, I did. I was really good at promoting the events that I went to. But in the meantime, right. all of these podcasts we were discussing have popped up. So now why would a convention in New York want to buy a plane ticket for that guy in Kentucky when Bob down the street, he's got a podcast and he'll do it for free and buy his own booth.
2: <laughs> right. That's absolutely true. That's the
1: truth. I yeah. mean, I in my notary business, that happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, but also, so I wanted to bring up the fact that you say how things go so quickly in this kind of arena. Um, my girlfriend, Char, who owned Psychic Time. Yes. I, and she had it for 20 years. Yep. And her vendors, her um, her, her vendor said that she was the longest retail shop that, she's, that they've ever had. 20 years. 20 years. years. That's a long time. I mean, think,
3: mm-hmm.
1: just here in Rochester, we had a lot of um, witch shops and paranormal shops mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, and they folded, you know, within those yeah. first five years.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Some that were tough. here
1: for a long time and ended up folding. Right. So it's kind of, it's it's like an ebb and flow, I guess. And the well, same with these kind of shows. And I think
2: that's probably the same with, like, I think that's why Scarefest is so... Unique. It's because it's, it's horror and paranormal, and I mean, because you guys have like Kane Hodder, you guys have people that are, that are like in horror films and, and stuff like that. There, um you know, and that draws Robert in people. Robert England. Yeah, Robert England. Yeah, and, I want to see him. You know, there's 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 people that draw like that. It's like that's why mm-hmm. in podcasts like us, we reach out to these people that you know have a following or a name or
3: right, right.
2: you know it, it brings that in um we still don't make any money but you know if we were to right. hold a convention <laughs> it would be a different story If, we, if people
3: right
4: right i
2: don't know yeah, I, that, I,
4: that's one of the reasons paranormal filler i kind of let it go by the wayside um it's because i mean i, I was talking to paranormal groups i was talking to psychics I felt like I was doing the same thing as everybody else. And so while I was right. still somebody, <laughs> uh, that in Scarefest, where they were wanting to uh, expand the format of the show, I said, this, that's a perfect opportunity for me to uh, close down shop on Paranormal Filler and try to find some new directions to go. And just as soon as I shut down Paranormal Filler within 30 days, uh, the Haunted Dot Space, the new video network with um, – with Nick Groff and Elizabeth Saint, found out, and yep. guess what? Now I've got another show. So I'm right back where I started. I tried to get out, they sucked me right back in. So I'm back to figuring out who I
2: want to book and all that stuff. <laughs> well, we're always available.
3: <laughs>
2: you know.
1: But we are. I mean, that's true.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know. We do we do a lot of this stuff because like and and I think that's why you get caught up in it because it's one of those things that it's always going to be a part of you you know and paranormal is just like for me it's been my whole life you know I mean other things too but I mean that's I've been into this since I was 7 years old you know
3: That's a long
2: time <laughs> Yeah and I'm now 51 or 52 See, now, so now I'm boring like, really? I just
4: I watch too much TV
2: <laughs> I could see him. He's the guy that's sitting in the lazy board chair with a beer with a remote watching T V.
4: Is that right? Yeah, that that was me. That was me. I was yelling at the T V <laughs> telling ghost hunters they were doing it wrong. And um <laughs> and one day somebody said, Well get your ass out there and try it. Mm. Yeah. Mhm.
2: Well, that happens a lot. I mean, I don't know how much you keep up with it, but there's there's definitely a lot of like lately. In the paranormal field, there's a lot of, uh, what is it, politics I guess is the best way to put it these days. Mm-hmm. Oh, there there has
3: been
4: there has been all along.
2: Yeah, I um,
4: when I got into it. Now I got into it and immediately I immersed myself in it. Uh, you know, I bought the seventeen different cameras. I bought. I, I actually own six EMF detectors that I don't use, but I wanted <laughs> to learn everything that I could about the paranormal. And that's actually how this paranormal right. filler got started. I found out the easiest way to get people to tell you their views on the paranormal was to have them on the radio. And they will come in, and they will just right. talk your leg off. And then you you kind of fit all that into what you know versus what's a possibility versus what you think is just totally crazy. And uh, that that was that how I crazy. did the show. Yeah, you know. Uh, I honestly, in all the years that I did Paranormal Filler, I only ever remember one guest that when I hung up the phone with them, I said, wow, that person was batshit crazy. Uh, Because, you know, (laughs) even if I disagree with someone, that doesn't mean that I actually know more than they do. But at the same time, as, as I progressed with it, I really got tired of watching people. Do the same thing over and over and over and not grow the field. I felt like they were just they were they were either well most of them were either wanting on TV or doing their own podcasts um, or they were um, just wanting to impress their friends. Uh, right, All right. Did, that was, I was getting I got a little burned out by that. But when I first got into it, I joined a dis, I joined a discussion group. And the vitriol that I experienced almost made me get out of the paranormal. And it took a trip to Bobby Mackey's, and when I was in the building, I remembered why I got into the paranormal. And ever since then, I've been a little more insulated from the politics and um, the hate speech and everything in that I know why I'm interested in the paranormal. And so I decided to try to bring more people along with me on that journey rather than once again, tell them that they're actually batshit crazy.
2: Right. right. <laughs> well, it's tough. I mean, yeah. in this field, I mean, you you mentioned it. it's like watching Ghost Hunters, then watching Paranormal State, then watching Ghost Adventures, and then watching Ghost Brothers, and then watch. You're kind of okay. like. Um,
1: Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Steve. Hi, Marianne. Sorry
2: okay, it's
1: like,
2: no, that's all right. It, it's you're kind of like okay. So the basics are the same. You know, personalities change it a little bit, but, um, you know, I don't know. I just know that some of those shows I look at and I go, oh, no. No, click, and I change <laughs> the channel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can't sit and yell at the TV.
3: There, there have
1: been no, a I few of those. Yeah. But
2: at the- I have. I do want
1: to point out. And
4: <laughs> I do want to point out that on the paranormal TV shows. Now, a lot yes. of those people know more than other people, and other people know more than they do, and that's all fine and dandy. The thing I'm is, yep. it's experience. The, one thing, the one thing I've gathered talking to them, with a very few exceptions, even if you don't like them or don't think that they're doing it right, they have a passion for this. Uh, very few of yes. them actually yep. just did it to be on TV. And so that passion, when you get them aside and you actually talk to them, and you find out how deeply touched and how how uh, interested in the paranormal they are, that's why I still support paranormal TV uh, in, right. in in very few instances, if I just said, you know, because you know let's face it, some of the shows were just uh, very opportunistic, but when it got you know, and we also we have to remember as, as in the paranormal field. T V shows are not made for us. They're made for the to make teenage girls squeal. And oddly enough, soccer moms. Uh apparently they are it's a big market. But it is for the thrill factor, the the wow, you know. And it and if you get into the yeah. math and the um and explaining the EM spectrum to people, their eyes glaze over and you know well it's, you if you all are in the paranormal, how many org
2: photos have you been emailed? <laughs> oh gosh, Yeah. We could change that and say, how many arguments have you gotten into? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
3: that
1: too. I've had so many people, they, they ask me about, okay, what about my orb photo? I'm like, honey, it's not an orb photo. They're like, yes, it is, because such and such person told me. I said, listen, I'll tell you what that is. I can see it. It's an insect. They're like, no, it's not. It's an orb. Okay. Okay, then
3: why
2: ask me? The basic concept with all this, though, is if any, if, and I'm not putting anybody down. No, and, no, no, and, no. and it's stuff, it's experience, it's knowledge, is going out there <coughs> doing the work and,
3: right. and doing the
2: investigating yourself. Right. But if you actually sit down and do the research, even online, I mean, get online and tap, you know, with your, yeah. your laptop and stuff, and you put in there and say, what is an orb? You're going to get an answer. And, you know, whether it be from a dictionary or, you know, something like that. And normally there's people out there that you can ask as well that have more experience than Joe Schmo next door. Right. You know, and yep. and there's scientists, there's, you know, uh, I don't know, just people with a lot of experience that could tell you more. Go to somebody that actually does photography as for a living and say, hey, can you explain this to me?
3: Yeah,
1: but you know, what if they And they that? will be I
2: glad mean, to? Don't? Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah they, would, they be. would be. But, you know, at the same time, you, you know, if, if it's something they can't explain and they say it's an anomaly, well, then you have to look at it in a different av- avenue because there are so many different pictures that have anomalies light anomalies, reflections, stuff like right. that. That unless you actually sit down and do the work, you don't know. And you're just taking Joe Schmo's word on it. Yeah. And that person could be oh, absolutely. absolutely batshit crazy
4: yeah I uh just like when it, when it comes to those type photos, uh, first of all, my argument against I, can, I cannot tell a ghost what they can or cannot do when it comes to how they appear in photographs. So I am not going to tell anyone that their orb photo is not a ghost, but at the same time, because the phenomena can be recreated by shaking a piece of toilet paper in front of your camera, I'm not going to hang my hat on it. In other words, I'm not going to use it as proof. It might be interesting, but that doesn't tell me that it's your grandmother.
3: Right.
2: True. Well, I, Wes, I'm going to tell you, I got, I got a, a I had an argument with somebody about um, a, a picture that she had and it had like, I don't know, hundreds of orbs on the photo. And I sure. said, let me, let me throw something at you. And she said, yeah. when well, I said, you know, that like when you're, like sitting in your house in a, in a, in a nice morning yep. and the sun's coming through coming the window
3: through.
1: and you see? you see all that
2: dust and lint just flying in that Fly. sunbeam right there coming in the window take your camera and start taking photos yeah and they go oh I'm like do it That's and then come back is. to me and tell me what show me you, you, you know what you saw and they're like oh my god you're right yeah. I'm like well it's
1: exactly.
2: it, it's Dust. It's it's a yeah. uh, uh, skin, dried skin. It's just bugs, uh, insects, little things that we can't even see with our own eye, and and they create oh, of these things so. as well as a dirty lens. The simplest thing, yes. a dirty lens.
1: Yes. It, it, see, with the dirty lens, though, there it's something so simple because when you move, especially into sun. It will move the same way, and it will it will always come in at It'll the same It will always be in spot. the same,
2: yep, exactly. It will
1: always leave at the same spot. You know, it's, it's an easy one. What's to,
2: interesting to, is to if you, like, I, I'm going to bring it up, the House. Yep. When we were out back, and you know how that mist rolls in from the swamp, you know, and it's like really.
1: have don't you ever i seen, seen it in the back. Okay,
2: have you ever seen mist up close? Take out your camera and start taking photos. Yeah it's a million orbs on top of each other.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
2: So it's like just take a couple photos like that and I, in fact that's my plan is I'm going to take some photos of stuff like that that I've gotten I'm going to leave them in my in my bag when I go to these investigations and say, "Hey, oh, this is your photo here. This one's mine. It looks the same. Look at that. And this is where I got it and this is what it was from." Yep. You know, I'm not saying people are wrong, but you know. I, I let me let me hold on, guys, just one second. We got a caller here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. What's up? <the>? Oh no. <laughs> oh no, uh, Wes. I, I would like to introduce you to yeah. Stitch. Hi,
1: stitches.
2: Hi. Wes this is Stitches The The... horror clown Or the beast from Dead City Clowns Yes Hello Stitches What's up (laughs) Wes It's just the way he talks
1: (laughs) So you want to hear something funny Stitches I said something earlier Before um, we got on air And I said listen bitches and Chad says, "Oh, I gotta call Stitches."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just the wish. No,
1: it was hysterical. So I go, "Stitches, bitches, yes." There you we're go. Actually,
5: so uh, we're actually he, talking about coming out with shirts that says uh, "Stitches, bitches."
1: <laughs>
2: wow,
1: that's funny.
2: See there you go, Wes. See, there's uh, my horror clown buddies. You know, we wanted—I was telling you earlier—we wanted to get them to come down to Scarefest.
1: Yes. Hey, hey, Stitches, what ta- What date are you coming back up here?
2: That's in two weeks. Two weeks. We'll be in Niagara Falls. I yeah.
1: That's what I wanted to make sure of. I mean, <laughs> let everybody know that you're going to be up there again. Plug yourself, man. This is plug yourself time. <laughs> <laughs> We will be What's at that
5: word? the Infusion Nightclub in uh, Niagara Falls on the 26th. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. It's going to be fun. So what I you, can't wait to see. You. So, Wes,
2: do they have horror clowns at Scarefest?
4: Oh, yeah. They're a dime a dozen. Uh, our, our main one <laughs> is Circus uh, <Swordfish> Envy. <laughs> Uh, he comes in and they, they bring in a big setup. Uh, I guess you could say he's our star horror cr- clown. But cosplay is such a big part of the convention. Yeah. You have a lot of just amateur amateur clowns. And then also, there is a what they call, I believe it's called Scare Park in Lexington, which is a haunted house uh during the haunted house season and they send a bunch of their actors into the scare fest, of course, to advertise the haunted house and they have several clowns. Right. So yes, we do have our contingent of, um, scary, creepy clowns. <laughs>
3: That's awesome.
4: Uh, but they don't have, but there's th- always room for more, but there's always, wow. but wait, there's more.
5: Wes, <laughs> Wes is not wrong. Wes is not wrong. Um, Ted, we've covered this before. Like this last year, there's been such an influx of fucking clowns that it's ridiculous. Right, so they they are a dime a dozen okay. now.
1: Right, because it was especially around when it came out and stuff yeah. like that. We yeah, came out.
2: I, I'm still going to stand by what I said. They don't have stitches.
1: They don't have stitches. They don't
2: have stitches for the Dead City clowns.
1: Listen. Stitches and his bitches. They better get up there.
2: I mean, I just... I i, I well, like Stitches th- for a couple of reasons. Oh, sorry, Wes. Hold on one sec. One of the reasons that I I was I like just going to say,
4: the only stitches. thing I can tell you is that I'm not in charge of booking.
2: So there.
3: Oh, oh yeah. No, no, no. I know. <laughs>
2: I, all i got to say is that the, one of the reasons that I, li- I like Stitches is a couple reasons. One... Is the fact that um, he's sort of like us, and even like you, Wes, because oh, whatever comes out of his God. mouth comes out of his mouth. He he tells it the way it is. There is no, you know, caressing the, you know, the way he says things. It just comes out the way it should, and um, he's really good at that. Plus, this guy or this clown, I should say, is so unique and original from all these other clowns that I've ever met, and I just. I find him phenomenal, and that's why he is one of our Paratalk radio clowns. He's our honorary horror clown. Yep, guess
6: who?
1: Guess who just? Uh, guess who just popped on? It must Roberts. He's on now too.
3: Must be Mungie.
1: He's a clown, and they don't have Mungie. I said, "Oh, Mungie. you denied him." Ah, Mungie. Beast. Mungie, my
5: brother. No, 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 no. Mungie.
1: Yeah, no, Mungie's on the um on the what do we call this?
2: But it's chat it's a, the chat from Facebook chat live. Yeah, he's
1: on the chat. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's on the chat. I was talking and that Well,
2: so that would be great then if 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 uh, stitches if you guys came down to Scarefest. Hopefully, you know, it'd be great to have you guys hang out with us down there and I'm looking forward to actually meeting Wes up front personally. Yeah. I think it'd be great that to would meet be
1: fun. you.
2: What? Well, then, well do they will bake you <laughs> One at a time See,
4: this is why One you're not invited to Scarefest You don't even know what it is
2: Hey, fair Fair
3: enough <laughs> 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 Wait a minute, who's not
2: invited? I'm not invited? No, no I'm not invited. He just said, I, what is? He
4: said He didn't say when is He said when and what
2: <laughs> how about how about when not where? Oh, when and where? Uh,
1: when and where? It is in Lexington, Kentucky, September fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. I believe.
2: You go, girl. Yes. Yes. Because
1: yes. I remember
2: she knew that better than I did.
1: Husband, thank you, sir. <laughs> yes That's because our cute little Hans Johns told us. Remember she, her and her husband? It's her.
2: Their it's anniversary. Their
1: anniversary and his birthday
2: yep.
1: in that time frame. And I remembered the weekend.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to get all of Before we done. go to uh, Texas. Oh, Texas.
1: Ooh, what's in Texas?
2: The Alamo. Uh, Thank you. A
5: haunt that, uh, that we're doing down in Houston called Creepy Hollows. So we're going to be making the drive to oh. Georgia to Texas uh, the following weekend. But that weekend right now is open
3: woo Perfect. Perfect. That will be and fun. I don't need no goddamn
5: invitation. I'll show up wherever the hell I want to.
3: There you
5: go. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: what I like to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Robert, Robert White, who is in Australia, says Texans.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Alright, Stitches. Well, you know, my brother, thank you so much for calling in. We gotta get Michelle on here too and uh yes, we finish do. up with Wes. But you know, Absolutely. we'll have to talk and get this hooked.
1: And and we definitely you need Munji to G- Go ahead, what did you say?
5: Me? Yes. Oh, I said thanks for having me on. Well uh, we'll try to get Munji okay. down here for that for that as well and uh it was good talking to you, Ted and Cindy, and nice meeting you, Wes.
1: Thank you. Nice to meet you. Stitches. We enjoy having you on here.
5: Absolutely. All right, buddy. And we will
1: <laughs> see you in a couple weeks. <laughs>
2: All right, brother. We'll see you soon.
1: I can't wait, actually.
2: Yeah. That, that's, that's fun. That, yeah, he is fun. That's, that's one of the other things that we have, Wes, is we have our, our certain people that call in, and uh, whenever we're on, they call in yeah. and interrupt for a minute or two, and uh, <laughs> but they're great people. You know, we yeah. love having them. They make the show interesting and fun.
1: And we need to do a commercial, I'm sure of it, mm-hmm. and we need to have Michelle on. And um, who's up next week?
2: Uh, Next week? We are actually um, we are talking to Linda Godfrey um, again. Uh, she's the one about uh, Dogman and the Ooh, werewolf thing, the sightings. That is yeah, so.
3: so cool.
2: Yeah, I, I'm kind of working on the guys from Mountain Monsters too. Still, I want to get those guys on, so I think it'd be great.
1: Listen, I can't help but keep bandgirling.
2: Oh, I know. Oh, I know. my God. We'll discuss it here in a minute. So. I know. All right. Hold on one second. Let me just make sure. Hello. Hello? Hello. Hello, Hello Michelle. Okay, hold on, Michelle. Yeah, we can hear you, honey. Hold on one second, Michelle. Wes, hold on, too. We'll get right back with both of you in just a second. We've got to do our commercial break. Hang Since tight.
5: 1948,
4: Fate Magazine has captivated you with their true reports of the strange and unknown. But things just got better. Join host Todd Bates Sunday night, 6 5 Central, for Fate Radio. We bring you the best interviews, stories, and most of all, bring these true reports of the
5: strange and unknown to life. Fate Radio with Todd Bates Sunday night, 6 5 Central at FateMagRadio.com.
2: All right. We're Hello. good. We're back. So um Hello. Wes, you remember Michelle. Michelle Wes.
7: Hi, <laughs> Hi, Hi Michelle. Wes, how are you?
2: I'm just peachy.
7: Yeah, it sounds like you guys are having a ball. I've been listening I've been listening in and In the chat room, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to Scarefest. It is a blast, guys. It really is. And I just do want to make one quick comment. There was one girl in the chat room that said that she might be overwhelmed by the people there. Let me tell you something. Um, Being a psychic medium, we pick up on that stuff um, a lot, on the energy and the people and the environment. And Scarefest, Lexington, Kentucky, the people, the people that run it, the environment, It is so positive. I I didn't feel one ounce of drain. I didn't feel uncomfortable. And the people just there are there to have fun. It is a lot of fun. I have to give Wes and um, Brandon um, and uh, Amber and Kimberly, everybody who sets this whole event up every year, is fantastic. And Ted and Cindy, you guys got to get down there. I'm so so excited
2: about it. we are. We're very We're working excited on about it. it.
1: We're working on it. Yep,
2: yep. We made some more phone calls yesterday. We're still trying to get, you know, our uh, approval and stuff. We're still waiting. So, hopefully.
7: I'm sure I'm sure it'll come true. But wouldn't you agree, Wes, it is a great time. And, you know, uh, thank you for having me. I was honored by Wes being on being his first of the year being on his radio show. And the book finally did come out. So, I'm going to be bringing that with me this year. <laughs>
4: fantastic uh, uh scarefest has the advantage because okay small town Lexi- lexington kentucky but you get that southern hospitality um i'm talking uh, the different oh, yeah. people down here you know and and uh so uh, yeah like she said on a on a psychic level on a personal level it's a very very inviting environment and um I did, I, did, I just don't know enough things to say good about it. I mean, I've I've missed I think one year. I think I started going the second year. Now, for the record, the second year, yes, I was a paying customer, and um, I had and then I went a couple years. I bought a booth, and so it, like I said, you you go long enough,
7: uh, somebody will put you to work. <laughs> It sure is. I have marked my calendar every year to either, you know, try to come down every year as a as a vendor, try to get in as a speaker, you know, um, and 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 even if it gets to a point where I can't do that, I would definitely be a fan coming. It's that much fun. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, definitely.
4: The uh, I can't. The, and the thing you got to remember as a, as speakers. This is a big convention but they still only have uh basically 3 days and so many rooms to get everybody in and they turn away a lot a lot of speakers just because they don't have the scheduling opportunities to
2: to bring them in. Absolutely.
3: Yes.
2: All right. Well, we got to spend a couple minutes here Michelle. We got to get you someone to read. And then we're going to Sounds move on good. to uh, the rest of the show with Mr. West. So, Mr. West, if you want to hang tight for a minute here, uh, who, are we going to, who are we going to have?
1: Who are we going to read?
2: <laughs> so. Who
1: wants to read? Who wants to be read?
2: This is your opportunity. You guys know the rules. You know how it works. So if you want a free reading here from Michelle, you gotta, you got to post it right now. And then we'll, uh,
7: You feeling better, Ned, While we're waiting for somebody to post, I mean, I, I get to see you in the uh, video, and you, you look like well, you look a little drained. I'm being honest with you, but that's in the most loving way possible that <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> thank you, thank you.
2: It's been a long road. Four days without a work, been laid up. It's just you know, I had uh, two different strains of uh, influenza, I had A and B, oh and it both hit me at the same time. So, I was down yeah, and out for hard. almost.
7: That's that's hard to get over. It really is. You're lucky. <gasps> you lucky. It only took four days.
1: Mungie, it's you.
2: So we got your we got your uh, the person to read. Okay. Go ahead. To, go ahead.
1: It's, it's Mungie. Uh oh. So Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Do you have a question, Mungy, that you want to ask, Michelle?
2: So this is going to be your first time reading a horror clown, isn't it, Michelle?
7: Yeah, I'm or a just little a- nervous because 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 I, I because, uh, <laughs> because we, believe it or not, I was just talking today about horror clowns to a a friend of mine, and uh, <laughs> and I actually um, you know envisioned what what she was saying. And it actually was a horror clown. And the first thing I thought about was, you know, Mungie and everybody from the team because, I mean, they're just a lot of fun. I mean, they they, they are a lot of <laughs> truly a lot of fun. They scare the shit out of you, excuse my French, but they do. But right. They do it in a fun way. So I'm afraid that if I answer the wrong question, he's going to haunt my nightmares.
2: <laughs> just real quick, everybody on Periscope, thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you. Yeah. We want you guys to stick around. Don't go anywhere. Um, unfortunately, we can't text on there and send you messages as fast as we can with everything else. Um, we're running two live feeds here tonight. We're running Periscope for the first time, and then, of course, Facebook Live. And Michelle Wagner, which is the Saratoga spiritualist, is on mm-hmm. right now, and we're um, she's going to be giving a free reading away. Yep. Um, to Did Monday. Uh, Monday. Monday. Monday the... Yep.
1: So I, I was just waiting for Ted. Yep. yep. So he he says, hmm, he said, what or who is he in a past
7: or future life? Oh, dear. She was really, really going to make it a hard one. <laughs> well, okay. What well, I'm... What I'm going to say, and this is just right, you know, most psychics and mediums they work with, you know, um, they do, I just learned about this actually last week um, about past life regression and past life retrieval. So what I'm going to be doing is like a little bit of a past life retrieval, which is kind of thinking about Monday, hopefully um, not in clown outfit. But what I would say generally is a lot of times when, when you are, Um, when you are something in this life a lot of times in your past life it's something completely opposite for example I learned that I have a huge fear of drowning um, and I learned in my past life that I had passed from a congestive heart failure and it was a time that you know, back then it was a choking, you know, you actually choke. So that was one of the reasons why, you know, me putting it in today's life that I was afraid of drowning. Um, I would say, you know, Munji is a entertainer. And I really, really feel that, you know, I'm not getting into the way he died or anything else like that, but I'm getting into um, that. I believe that in his past life, that was something that was more repressed that he didn't have a chance to really express this true feeling. So in this this lifetime, he's having a ball with it and doing it as much as possible, even to the point where sometimes it hurts him. He gets sore, you know. um, It's very draining being an entertainer, but he does it because he loves it. And it's something in his past life that I would say, you know, um, either uh, he had – a type of lifestyle that, you know, or, it you know, the time frame that I'm seeing it and then look going back one life, one lifetime away, I'm seeing it as um, the things that he wanted to do. He was ahead of his time. And as far as forward thinking, but he didn't have the uh, opportunity to to actually do the things that he had thought about or even wrote about, which is why, you know, Munji is so outgoing today. I really, truly believe that. And as far as the future goes, I see you doing a lot more traveling, um, getting out there with your gang, and um, possibly for some reason, film is coming up. Um, I know that you know that's something. I don't know if that's something he has wanted for you know. um, It's the what is the team called again? The 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 clown group um, that he belongs to. What is it called, Ted? Uh, Dead City.
2: Dead City Clowns.
7: Dead City Clowns, that's right. Because I keep seeing something clowns in, in film. And I'm seeing the crew of, of the people, of you know, the, the pictures and the video that I've seen. But I'm seeing it in film, like I'm sitting in a movie theater. So I don't know if that's something, if it's in the movies or, it, you know, it's something that is on, you know, um, a TV show. But definitely keep your options open going in the future for that. Because you do, even though you scare people you have a good time doing it, you're fun, you're friendly, you know, your personality is so worldly that somebody is going to pick you up and say, Hey, I got an idea. Or if you guys have an idea, don't give up on it. Absolutely pursue it. So, you know, you know, keep doing what you're doing Um, and something good is going to happen. And I say that by the end of this year.
2: That's awesome. That
7: is awesome.
2: Awesome. Mungie got
7: some great things coming. And so
1: he said, LOL, things are in the works.
2: Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Right on the button. All right. That's awesome. Right on the column, button. I'm so glad. <laughs> Yeah, and I know you guys
7: got to get back. I know you guys. Thank you so much, Mundy. And, you know, and that is true. And, you know, of course, when you do get to be that rich and famous star, make sure you say, I want Michelle Wagner to be my personal psychic advisor at least once a week. I will be available to you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you see Mundy with like how um, Johnny Carson used to sit with that thing on his oh head, God. the turban, the reading yeah. envelopes? That's what I pictured. That is-
7: awesome. Oh, my God!
2: Uh, we lost? Yeah. We Absolutely. lost our background.
7: Uh-oh. All right, Michelle. Well, thank you I'll so let much. You guys go. You. And Wes, yes, I'm looking forward to seeing you and chatting with you in the near future. And Cindy, Ted, and um, um, John, you guys have a great night, and I'll be listening. I'm going to be tuning back in and watching and listening to the rest of the show. All
2: right. Perfect. Thank you.
7: And Monday night. Monday night. night. No nightmares. Good night. No, <laughs> right, night. no
3: nightmares.
7: <laughs> so,
1: hey, you know who I haven't seen is is Cora.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't seen her either. But, um, so Wes, <laughs> are you still there?
1: Monday. Yes, Bruce, I'm you Better here. remember my name.
2: In any videos? This is this is our show, man. I mean, we are like, like all over the place all the time. It in it's okay, you know yeah i yeah. It, it's you know what it kinda of reminds me of that little dog, that little terrier like you throw the ball and he's like goes wherever it goes, he like bounces around, you know, like he doesn't have any specific
1: you know, he's just like,
2: yeah, we go this way, we go that way, we go,
1: oh my God, <laughs> he's saying we have a d d is basically what he's saying.
2: No, I'm not saying that. Did but,
3: you point? Did you just point to me?
1: <laughs>
2: no, no, I was pointing to John or or Guy because our backdrop disappeared. But all right, Wes, let's get back to you now that we don't have any more interruptions for a while here. Um, we we have talked a lot about Scarefest, and you know, I know that's been your life for the past few years with uh, yeah. your your radio host. Now, and you were talking about now that you got a secondary show. Um, and where was that again? That was on what?
4: oh, the the new show will be on The Haunted Space. That's the new um, video network with uh, Nick Groff is put together um, doing I mean, it's it's basically uh, they're trying to create a Netflix for Paranormal is what they're uh, trying to do. Uh, most of it's live, um, but it's part of the Biddy uh, dot space uh, collection of networks. And um, it's like I said, it's they're trying they're trying to get ahead of the curve on the new video medium. Uh, for paranormal people.
2: Right, right. Well, I'll be honest with you, Wes. That's one of the things that we did. I mean, we started out as just a regular podcast, but but we had to... uh, This Facebook Live thing, um, everybody was in the video, so we had to incorporate that. And now we've incorporated Periscope. Today is actually our first time with Periscope with Live Video as well. And it just brings a new fan base in. And, you know, people... Wanna see who they're talking to or hearing, yeah. you know, and, and it's they want kind to of a, a
3: face to the voice.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, and so far it's uh we love it. You know, so mm-hmm. I think this idea well, is uh, I, I started doing
4: it I was doing it before Facebook Live came out. I was doing it actually, I was simulcasting over onto um uh Ustream. And uh, that's okay. actually I met a lot of uh, cool people that way and mostly though I would I'd do it live but then and I'd drop it on YouTube, blah blah blah. But the um Right I tell you the truth, I quit doing it because I got tired of having to shower and clean up just to do my show. I'd rather sit around in my sweatpants and do the show. But then uh <laughs> scarefest insisted <didn't laughs> that I do video. So now I'm by like I said, every everything comes full circle.
2: Right, right. <laughs> right. Well so let's let's talk about the paranormal with you. I mean, what is uh did you investigate were you an investigator yourself
4: i i started out just like everybody else um stomping around dark buildings um and you know taking lots and lots of video and listening to 20 hours of audio for a 4 hour trip the um
2: and talk Sure. But it, it, you know, <laughs>
3: yes. it just, it just differ- wasn't
4: yeah but my thing is um i was never satisfied just doing it i had to understand it and of course that led me to the show and that also led me to do a lot of research and understanding uh how evp's possible theories behind it and then but the weird thing was i was going to these places like i went to bobby Mikey's; nothing ever happened to me i was going to waverly hills and i wasn't having these experiences that a lot of people were having and so i mm-hmm. wanted to know why and matter of fact i went on one investigation And a girl that I was, uh, I guess you could say training in some of my methodology, she got spiritually attacked. And I could not understand why none of this stuff was happening to me. And so I started exploring the metaphysical side of it. And then I learned uh, talking to well people like Michelle, not Michelle in particular, but all these psychics are like, you don't know why this stuff doesn't bother you. And I'm like, no, that's why I'm asking and they explained to me that there is – I have this weird aura, and I have these abilities, and I started learning to uh, use them and train myself in them. So I am a I, – I prefer the – I don't like the word psychic because when you say that you're psychic – like I had a guy the other day ask me, if you look at a picture, can you tell what's going on? I said, no, I can't. <laughs> but I can when I go into a building. I can if you – it sounds a little audacious to say, but I can to a degree I can control paranormal activity if anything's out of line um, so i I'm some people like the term spiritual cool. warrior uh, Mary Ducina, a famous psychic calls me a soul uh soul sheriff but i I embraced the um the psychic side the metaphysical side, and I consider it my job to Keep the peace, if you will, between paranormal and um, and the the, the living.
2: Wow, oh, that's cool. That you're kind cool. Of, you're kind of like the opposite of me.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not going out stirring trouble. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not stirring the pot or nothing. Um, but I'm one of these you know fellas that I had the gift and and I, I hated it. Um, when I was a child, I I, I didn't want it. I didn't uh, I didn't I didn't have anybody talk to about it either. And I just I just wanted it I gone. I didn't care. I, I didn't. I closed myself off. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't. I didn't want anything to do with it. And it started when I started realizing it was, I was like seven years old. But after that, it, it things happened. I mean, I would wake up in the middle of the night and go and answer the phone knowing that it's going to ring and you know just one incident uh, my mom's standing in the kitchen making our breakfast to take to school Uh she goes what are you doing up so early i go the phone's going to ring the school's on fire she goes what phone rings it's the school calling and telling the parents that not to send their children to school because the school is on on fire (laughs) and she goes i think you need to go back to bed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's what I got out of it, that's you know, and it's like, awesome. but that's how things happen with me, and it's stuff that just scared yep. me more than anything, and I just said, you know what, I don't want this. I don't want any of it, and so for the longest time in my teenage years, I just, I ignored it. I, I let it, like, I blacked it out, I guess is the best way to put it. It started, something started to come in. I would hum, I would sing, and that was my... Way of shutting it off. So that's why I was singing for 25 years because I didn't want it. So oh, if I sang, it preoccupied my mind. Um, I focused on something else. <laughs> you know, so.
1: Robert said, hmm, touch of pyrokinesis there, Ted. Is that a telekinesis? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Beth. Thanks, Robert. That was funny, Robert. <laughs>
2: Make sure you got a glass of water by your bed tonight, buddy. <laughs>
3: Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
1: Dad.
2: But that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, I was trying to to explain yeah. to you how, for me, I mean, I just didn't want it. You know, so um, helping or well, uh, we, keeping, we are
4: we are the opposite in that I'm really bugged that I'm not. Some of my gifts are very very strong. But the ones that would actually be useful in paranormal investigating, I just don't seem to have. It's like when I work with mediums, mediums love working with me because they say – I, I, I light up the spiritual room, if you will. In other words, the ghosts start talking The go, and reveal themselves to the mediums. I, on the other hand, don't see crap. I don't see crap. I don't <laughs> hear crap. <laughs> And I think it might be because I started out as an investigator, I've still got that little skeptical thing in my brain that if I hear – if I get a thought, uh, okay, a psychic once told me the first thing that comes to your mind is always right. And I said, no, it's not. Not at all. And, um, And so I think that holds me back. But at the same time, it creates a very good filter. I don't walk into a, a building and just because I think it's creepy, I don't go, oh, this place is haunted. No, I, you know, I actually prefer to have an interaction. So I guess you could say I set my bar very, very high. I'm also very lucky, unlike what you described, I literally have to turn my gift on. It's not something that's 24-7 with me. I have to meditate. I have to go into sometimes all the way into theta to really get anything uh, meaningful. But I think it's because that is what I'm meant to do. I believe in spirit guides. I believe in angels. I believe in all that stuff. And I believe that my particular set of gifts is meant for a very particular purpose. And so I just embrace them and roll with it.
2: Yeah, and see, that's that's like the, the whole skeptic thing is is even though there are things, that I am very contradictive because I didn't want it and I didn't want to see or hear or feel anything. And and uh I really just didn't want to believe it and I still don't. I'm a skeptic. I try to keep that line right there that You know what I mean? It's like being a paranormal investigator, you can't go in there thinking that everything is is haunted or or blah, blah, blah. It's all about, like, with me, that's why I put so much emphasis on the science part of it where I have to collect data. I have to get all my facts right. I have to try different techniques because I am a skeptic, but, yes, I do believe in certain things, but I I don't want to believe it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that curve, you know, I'm just like – so badly don't want to believe it, you know, in some instances and then other things I don't. I know when someone is standing there and giving me a loin of shit, I know it, you know, but <laughs> Listen, I don't, don't, I don't say, you know, I, I don't say to them, you're giving me a lot of, you know, a oh, load God. of shit. But, I
1: can't even begin to tell you the people. But that's,
2: that's how it, it's like walking yeah. into the mall or a crowd of people. I right. mean, I know certain things, but it's like I, I constantly find some way to shut it off because I don't want to know. I just don't. So the skepticism yeah. for me is number one, and maybe that's what's driving me to stay where I am in certain things. I have to stay with the scientific method. I have to collect. I have to do the work. That's it. You Sorry, know.
3: So.
2: It was funny. We're 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 sitting here talking, and I just noticed over on Periscope that somebody put up, "Look, we got a cowboy hick." Because <laughs> I got my <laughs> cowboy hat on. First night I've ever worn it too.
1: Yes, I know it's funny. I said that earlier in the yeah. show that I said he's got the country accent. You're wearing. I said we should have the hat on. What?
2: Yeah, there you go. Well, Wes, this is this is this is a part of the show here where we actually have somebody call in and and ask, ask you questions. some questions. Um, we also um, have a
3: book to give
1: away. Have a book to
2: give away tonight. <laughs> and this is why don't you? T- you're better at the name. This is
1: um, Dr. Scott Kolbaba's Physicians' Untold Stories. I want you guys to call and ask questions. This is amazing. This is a great book. And uh, I want you guys to get it. I'm pretty, pretty excited
2: about it. We'll take (laughs) caller number three. Number
3: three.
2: uh, Yep, caller number three. You will get the book Mm -hmm. tonight. And um, also, if you have questions for... Mr. West, please call in now. Phone number is 323-642-1102.
1: And make sure you're sharing on all the platforms. Sure, yes,
2: make sure you're sharing. Um, it's 323-642-1102. Um, if you have a question for West, please call in.
1: Do not call in, though, if you've already won.
2: Please. Yes, if you won, please don't call in. And For <laughs>
1: the
2: past 30 days, I mean, Chanel's the winner for... <laughs> yeah, she was
3: the winner she, for. Summer. Yeah, she's been winning yeah. a lot
2: of stuff lately. So, but um, well, Robert, let him call in I mean, and just don't give
3: him the book. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
2: I, I, he fits with us so perfectly. He does.
3: <laughs> I we'll, like him.
2: We'll have him uh, give him another job. You know, add to his list of jobs. Right. <laughs>
3: Okay, come
1: on, caller number three, we want to give a book away. Dr. Let's Cole go, 323-642-1102. Three,
2: three, one, one,
1: doctor Baba's book.
2: Yeah, yep, 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 yep.
1: Listen, come on, I'm a Dalek? What does that mean? It's a L O am a Power Ranger. No, not a Power Ranger. I always told my kids they couldn't watch that show. But what is a Dalek? Why do I, I it seems like I know that for some reason. d a l k. Oh, thank Dr. you. That's yes. exactly.
2: Dere- isn't it derelict?
1: No, no, I don't think so. Isn't it
2: derelict? No, derelict? Derelict? it's,
4: it's, it's derelict.
1: derelict. It's a, it's a derelict.
2: robot. It's oh, oh,
4: wants to destroy everything.
2: Yeah, God. it's got like all the little lights or little things on them. I don't know. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talked with a funny voice. <laughs> but. Sorry,
1: guys. Now I'm the one coughing. It's because I actually was choking on the orange pop.
2: <laughs> nice. Alright, three two three six four two one one zero two is where we're at. So make sure you're calling in here. Caller number three. Let's go folks. Um Wes, you know, we, we have had a have you here with us too, by the way. I, I just want to say thank you for, yeah. for joining us. I we saw that you wouldn't uh, your wife I'm assuming um sure. were passing on the uh the event page and stuff. That's cool. We thank you for that.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Well, you. Sharing promotion sharing. is still promotion. That's right. That's right. I love that. Right. And we talk, we tell our people, our peeps, to share away.
2: Well, <clears throat> yep. So all you guys over on Periscope, you can call 2-323-642-1102. Uh, win a
1: book, people, Periscope. Come on, win, win, win. We're not just talking to Facebook people. We're talking to all y'all.
2: Yep. Y'all?
1: All y'all.
0: <laughs> I did it on
1: purpose. Did you like it? Yeah. Perfect.
0: That works. You came with your hat. I know,
1: right?
2: <laughs> came with the hat.
1: Please, let me have your hat.
2: No. I
1: have a hat. I wish you would have told me. I would have worn mine. Wear mine? Mine is pink cowboy hat.
2: Pink cowboy hat?
1: It's a pink cowboy hat. And I even made a hashtag, <laughs> pink cowboy hat.
2: Yeah, I know, Robert. I know you want to call, but you can't, buddy. You just won already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Uh huh We still haven't gotten our package from Mungy
1: The Munginator
2: Yes the Munginator Mung Alright guys
1: Come on we want to give some crap away
2: yeah, we Don't know, let that, us
1: give it away
2: I know there's, I don't know what it is with these guys
1: Oh my god They don't, don't
2: like calling
3: They don't like calling
2: Oh, by the way, I heard your song, London Calling, yesterday.
3: Did you really?
2: Yes. Yes, I did. And did
1: you think of me immediately? Yes,
2: immediately. I thought of you. Yes.
1: yes. That's awesome.
2: Wes, I have to tell London you a quick call. little funny story. We were interviewing a guy over in London. Oh, and my God. But my,
1: I, listen, because my gift, I just... a asso- Free association. Come on.
2: I know. But his name was Jason Whitnell from uh, Ghost from London. of London. And... <laughs> All of a sudden, she goes off on this London call-in, right? Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, oh, never heard that before.
1: (laughs) It was hysterical.
2: Oh, it was. It was great.
1: I'm glad that you heard it. Makes me giggle.
2: Yeah, well, you know. Well, I guess we're not giving away a free book tonight.
1: Listen, do you know what I want? What? I want some chocolate.
2: Oh, sorry I ate it all.
1: It's okay. I'm going to stop at Tops on the way home.
2: There you go. Well, Wes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody wants to call. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's up with these people tonight. I don't
1: even have... If you guys even wrote questions on here, I could see them.
2: Yeah, so if you're on Facebook, if you don't want to call, because we know you're shy, that's what most of you told us the last time, ask your question and, and uh, Cindy can read it. So... uh J. Rosa, hello. Thank you for joining us here on
3: the that?
2: Paratalk on Periscope. Oh, hi. They, um hi. Yeah, hi. Um,
1: German chocolate cake is divine, Robert.
2: That's the only thing that I find with Periscope that is different. Um, it
3: works quicker. Like
1: well,
2: yeah. not
3: as much of a delay.
2: Right, but... You don't have their actual names. These are like their handles, like you can create whatever name that they want. (laughs)
1: Psychic Cindy, which is my handle most of the time on most every platform. (laughs) Right. Or the psychic Cindy. Yeah. 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 I mean literally
2: James. From uh, James, Ohio, five thirteen. Is that James Shrew?
1: I don't know, but I miss James Shrew. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian.
2: Hello. Brian, right, would
1: well, you like to to win a new book?
2: <laughs> <laughs> call
1: in to the show. <laughs>
2: He's
1: like, "What did you? What are you trying to rope me into?"
2: Yeah, exactly. It is James Shrewl. Hello, James.
3: <gasps> James.
2: He's over on uh, Periscope. Periscope. So why haven't you called? What he has he won?
1: Uh, I know James
2: wanted a T-shirt. Uh, but didn't Yeah, he th- won a book, I think. Yes. I
1: think he did win something. It's yes. been a while though. Yes.
2: I don't care, you know? <laughs> actually I think he won. Oh, it is three two three six four two one one zero two. Um actually I will throw that right on the um text thing here and three two three.
1: Which one? Six four two. Are you doing it on Periscope?
2: Yeah, I'm doing a Periscope. I, I just
1: I just put the number in ours. All y'all, y'all. <laughs> oh Sheila, yeah, it's 323-642-1102. Dalek. Eric said I I was saying Dalek or something. So er, thank you, Eric, for correcting me.
2: X Tan Tanner XX. Welcome aboard. Now, that's Hi. the number to call into the studio right now when yourself a book. Yes.
1: I do so, know a kid named Tanner. There
2: you go. Is it so,
1: Tanner? Is it my Tanner?
2: I don't know what's a Tanner. But you call in that number right now, call in here and be Ooh, who we got? Let's see who we have on the phone. <gasps> Somebody called in? Yes, finally.
3: Somebody
2: called in? Oh, you're on the air with Ted and Cindy.
3: Oh,
2: kid. Hey, what? Can you turn the radio down or whatever it is there? It's, can you turn it down? Facebook or whatever oh, or, okay. or something. Hey, is this James?
3: This James. Hey, James,
1: how are you?
3: I'm doing great. How about yourself?
1: Good. We haven't seen you in a while.
3: Yeah, I've been I've been on. I've been hiding.
2: Uh, so do you have a question for Mr. West um from Scarefest or are you just calling in to win the book, buddy? I'm just calling to win the book. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> now, it's
3: yours James
2: Now the thing is is do you have this book already? I don't
1: think he does No, I do not. No. No, because we, we have uh, okay, Insta.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well you just won yourself a book from uh Doctor Kobaba
1: Yay, bud.
2: That's awesome. I'm
1: happy about that.
2: So make sure... uh, um, That was
1: a good show, too. It was an excellent show. Yes, I do.
3: I do. I I, I wanted to to read that book, actually.
1: Good. Yay.
2: Awesome. All right. So make sure you send us a a private uh, message with your address, and we'll get it shipped off to you as soon as possible. Perfect.
4: Yes. I
2: appreciate it. All right, James. Well, thank you so much for calling in.
1: Yes, indeed.
2: So we you. Take care. You
1: too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See, we awesome. took the first
4: caller because <laughs> nobody would call
2: us. <laughs> oh. That's the way it goes, right, Wes?
4: Oh, yeah, I, I quit even trying to give crap away.
2: We,
4: <laughs> we do it on Twitter and Facebook, but if you actually make them call, uh, no, I, I, it never worked for me.
1: Yeah. Robert, what the heck did you send me? Oh, I guess I have to I look know. at that. I have no idea. Well, you know,
2: we, we tried. We figured, you know, we have these great guests on. We figured, you know, why oh not gosh, give away yeah. something to the fans that sit here every Monday night at 8 o'clock. Oh. And, and it's so hard because some of them just don't, uh, they're afraid to call. That's what that. That's the biggest thing is they're just afraid to call in. Um.
1: So... Uh, Robert sent me the picture of the Dalek.
2: Yes. Yes. I don't know if they can see it, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, from Doctor Who. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, it's been uh, it's been a great show. I mean, uh, we're, uh, what about some stuff that we can post?
1: What's coming post? up? What's coming up yeah, for
2: can you? We, um, can we list a website or anything like that for you on our page and uh, get it out there from the show maybe?
4: Well, of course, the uh the main page right now will be scarefestradio.com. Um you can still go to my old site paranormalfiller.com to catch up on some of my older stuff. Um I also have a blog site that uh other people contribute to called ihuntghost.com. But yes. as far as on the horizon, Scarefest is the only event on my calendar
2: as we speak. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. And we're hoping to be there with you and um, just enjoy the four days. I mean, we really. What's the weather like? <laughs> right. Do we have do to we like, have wear to be... shorts or? Can we... <laughs> do we
4: have to dress turtleneck?
2: In September, for... what's no, the like in no, Kentucky it's, in September?
4: Uh, it's usually used... well. I mean, it's September. I mean It might be freezing or it might be ninety. Um, I would. You know what I would do? I would probably look at the forecast like the week before you came.
2: Perfect. No, that's a good idea.
3: Yes, it is.
2: Isn't that funny? It's like, oh, I was, I was on this, I was on this dumb podcast where they asked me about the weather. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: you know, right, so I, once again, one of the psychic abilities that
4: I do not have.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> well, yes, you
2: no. Know, I have
3: to do. I have to say
4: this. I got. I got to
2: ask you, Wes. You ever get into the conspiracy theories?
1: Is
4: there any oh yeah you I like? mean you know it's one of those things that i I'm interested in and on the new show on uh on gone off topic on the haunted dot space, I'm going to get into that more, but my problem with conspiracies is that I've never known three people to be able to okay. keep a secret, so um,
3: <laughs> i well, I, I
4: do. You know, in other words, yeah. the really good ones just don't, you know, just don't, uh, just don't cut it with me. But at the same time, I've been watching. There's a um, show on Netflix right now about conspiracies, and I've been watching them. And some of them go, yes, that's interesting. And then other times, I'm like, no. I mean, it's it's so obvious <laughs> that you know that's that's total bullcrap. That um, uh... but so it, it right. falls in the same realm as the paranormal. I just I, I listen to it. If I get anything useful from it, I hold on to it dearly. The rest of it, I let go by the wayside.
3: Right.
1: All right. Well,
2: I got to tell you, because I just started watching Jesse Ventura's Conspiracy Theory.
1: Oh, I didn't know he had a new show.
2: It, it's not. It's the old one from, like, 2012, and oh. it just so happens that they were talking about UFOs
0: hmm. and
2: um, the rich, the, the gentleman that owns um, – All the comfort suites or comfort inns or whatever they were, budget Mm -hmm. inns, I think. But he was like a billionaire. And he built his own space station.
1: Really? Stop it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: what did they say about it?
2: Oh, just the whole thing. Because apparently, this is something I didn't know at the time, that NASA didn't have all this stuff with sending people to the moon anymore and all this stuff. Right. No, uh, they
1: they had basically all shut down.
2: Right. So they shut down. Well, this guy bought. Mm Mm-hmm. All this stuff. And um, so he, being rich, he started developing and building his own place to retrieve to, or to to go to. Retreat to. Retreat, that's it. Retreat to.
1: When the U.S. gets, when the Earth gets uh, crumbled and decimated. Well, his reason,
2: from what we're hearing, is because uh, um, we're going to be uh, invaded by aliens. That He actually has alien technology, and he's He's going to have sight, so he's going to know ahead of time that it's going to happen, so he's going to be able to get in this rocket ship and go to his...
1: I just had Little Einstein playing in my head.
2: Yeah, but that this was the theory, conspiracy theory. That's, really, that,
4: that, that's a beautiful conspiracy theory, but what good will that do? Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean...
4: Would you... Oh, when, when, when the aliens invade, do you really want to be at the first place they're going to pass?
2: <laughs> that, exactly. Are you going to want to be up there, closer right. to them, where it's going to take less right. energy to throw a rocket at you? I don't get it.
3: Is that but predictiveness yeah, that yeah, you know, must? But, began? you know, I, I, I do believe
4: that, you know, but now. My dirty little secret: I do believe that the government is more or less keeping a lot of um, information about alien visitation secret from us. Um, yes, and, and that's, that's, that's one about, of the things yeah. I really do like
2: talking to people about. Yes,
1: we do. Well, we too. just had we just had Mufon,
2: um, Mufon, Mufon on the show last week. We had Micah uh, Panicello on here. Yeah, um, and he was talking about that stuff. And what's funny is the the whole thing with Which, uh, Jesse MUFON
1: means Mutual UFO Network, right? And there should be one in every. State, the Jesse
2: basically. Ventura uh, conspiracy was actually um, where MUFON. Um, there was something going on with MUFON and this rich guy. He actually bought some of their information. What? Oh. Yeah, I, there was those, that, that's, uh, well, I'm just telling wants,
1: you. Who wants a freaking independent, you know, researching body to sell their their info? I don't
2: know. I don't know, but I don't, know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't pay I I win? think it was like somebody, it's kind of like the way the government is. If you have enough money, you can buy anything.
1: That's just bullshit, man. Hey, that's a cop-out. What, what's your price? Hey.
2: Well, tell, me, tell me that doesn't happen.
1: Well, we know that it happens. I guess I'm just a little disappointed if that's really true. Yeah. I'm really disappointed. And now,
2: the, you know, I, I just found it weird that the United States isn't doing anything with outer space anymore.
1: Because we didn't go to the goddamn moon, people. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, oh wait a
2: minute. And the Earth is on. still flat, it's not round. Listen,
1: it's in the 60s, the end of the 60s. We didn't in the beginning of the 60s we had nowhere near the kind of shit that could get us to the moon. And then the space race Russia says, "Oh, well we're going to get there first and no we are." And then the US says, "Oh, well we went to the to the moon" and Russia goes, "Well we did too." And now when we have so much amazing technology, you mean to tell me that we're never going to try again. What no, is I, I, the problem here? What is incongruent? Well, the
4: problem. I I will argue that the problem is that we do not have the stomach for spending the kind of money now that it will take. Because see, we back, back in the sixties, we we were flush with money. Uh, the you know ever you know the the heck the the top tax rate was like 80 90% whatever the hell it was and so the government right. had money now the government has no money so Dude, none had zero had so much money
1: we had so much money that could have been allocated to that had we really gone to Oh I'm the not moon, arguing that or we I had I the would money, not we, argue
4: that the money is wasted the,
1: Especially in the eighties or nineties, we had the money. I just cannot believe that this is. There's a, the. I just can't believe it.
2: I'm going to throw this in the mix now. Let, let let's talk about this for a second. We have talked about this before that we could spend billions of dollars on research to go to the moon or go to Saturn. Or go spent to
1: money, we did mill- we did okay we did at NASA
2: okay we did, but we haven't even scratch the surface of our own planet yet. We still Absolutely. haven't gotten to the bottom of the ocean to figure Correct. out what's going so You're the,
1: telling me that we went to the goddamn moon? Come on, people.
2: We went to the moon. <laughs> we went to the moon. We we did. We went to the moon. We did. Yeah, apparently. I mean uh, I don't have proof of it, but I'm just saying that's what
1: Well we have a picture in a sound stage. We could do it. We I know, but, it. But
2: the public believes that we went to the moon, okay? So let's just leave it there. Public believes that we went to the moon. Not
1: all of the public. But we still
2: haven't been to the bottom of our own o- ocean yet. We True. don't have cure for all these damn things that they're killing our own civilization. That, here's more conspiracy theories that, that they created. have, that they've created. Correct. To, to weed out the bad and, and keep the good. Yeah. And you know, well, bottom line, what, that, what determines that?
1: Well, look in the The
2: money is what determines that.
1: Well, come on, think about it this way, back in the what was it, the 30s or 40s, I think it was when TB was rampant and they actually had a cure, but they weren't giving it to certain people? I mean, come on now. Come on.
2: They lined you up and whoever had the money that could pay for it, you got it first. The people that it
1: might have been later people in government.
2: You're right, but people in the government got it first. The people that were in high, high uh, uh, uh levels of government and, and politics and so on and so forth down the line. So these people months ago got it, but yet the two year old child that has it down here dies because it wasn't because, even that.
1: It was it was they did it. It was race. It was race. it was
2: racist. Yes, it was yeah. because of race. But that's the natural of the world. That's how. Every generation and every civilization did not Think about the the Mayans, think about the Egyptians, think about even the Native yeah. Americans. Look what we did to them. We brought them the disease and it killed hundreds and thousands of well, them.
1: Well, they're creating these diseases, they're creating them. I, I believe that.
2: And, and what's that thing that we got, Wes? Everybody gets a shot for, what was it, polio? What was it? Yeah, and the one on the worm
4: that was polio, I believe. Yeah, yeah the, the have
2: little have ra- I do. I have a little round. Yeah, little my, round. My, oh, my, right, isn't that right
1: there? Yep, yeah. my cousin, my cousin who was born in September of 1970, got one, and then myself um, in April of 71 did not get one, and from then on, I, I, none of us got them. My sister had one too
2: and there's these other things that go on with with the government and people in power and when I say power, I mean money that's what i mean it's It's not oh, right. anything other mm-hmm. than that right it's It's the money to knock you off and bury you where no one will ever find you it 's mm-hmm. money to uh uh create a new antidote or
1: how about that they just can erase you
2: yeah i mean that's there it. there is so much out there, but they're the same people that are inventing. Um, things such as putting the little yeah, chip the in your in hand, your
1: in, in your in your arm, in your wrist in your or in your arm your,
2: or yeah, I mean neck, there's there's whatever. all of that out there that's happening all the time. And it's funny because I just read an article about it where um, some places veterinarians now they put them in your pets.
1: Oh yeah, no, they've well, so doing that. Right, okay, so that How you can that find your
2: pet the now, now they want to chip your child exactly before they start school.
4: Um, I have a
2: big Right, but now. what you
4: have to take but into consideration, they have to introduce that now, because in ten years these children will want to be chipped. Think about think about uh, it's a there's a meme going around on Facebook, and it's ha ha ha, it's so funny. But ten twenty years ago, we were all afraid the government was tapping our phones, and now we have these little yeah. devices sitting around our house. And, you know, that record every word we say, Facebook on yep. your phone, I am convinced, listens yep. to you. Because I have seen ads pop up about things that I talk about, not things that I posted yep. about, things that I've talked about. So, yeah, we, we've opened no, ourselves up to it. And so, but I, I'm just telling you, that's people. That's what we're going to do. We, the, the human race is doomed. I don't worry, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm putting it out there but, but it's our own damn fault
2: Right, right I mean The basic thing Back in the 1700s When we came over to America And we created our own civilization here To where our own government We mm-hmm. did all this to what we wanted Because we wanted to escape All of the shit that was happening over there And what happened? Right. We just did it all over again Here we just created yeah. the same damn thing over here. We wanted to get away from it, but yet we brought it with us and we created it here. We wiped out a civilization that was already here. Um, we started saying, okay, we needed somebody to run, run the world or you know, run the United States. We need presidents or we need government. We need yep. spies. We need all this stuff to protect us. And what they really did was pretty much what we could have done. And what they should have just done in the beginning so that we're not talking about it now and being all pissed off about it is they should have just put us in line. When we got our vaccinations, they should just put the chip on our arm then and said, this is what the future is. We're going to keep an eye on you. This is what you're allowed to have. This is what you're not allowed to have. Instead of these rights that you have, you don't have any because that's what it's coming up to.
1: Well, that's that's the whole thing about. um, Oh, my God. The Handmaid's Child.
2: Right, right, right. right.
1: Women losing, you know, all of their rights. Everything that they owned property, they owned businesses, everything being taken away. And because because we have bred our women out where they cannot breed any longer and society is in chaos and there are only certain women that can actually bear children. And they are then taken away from their families etc and women no longer have any say so i just can't imagine you know with us going to i mean because we were set up this country was set up to have free rights to have freedoms that a lot of other places didn't have
2: well i mean west how many rights have uh, do you know that have been taken away from us already I can name two or three of them right off the top of my head, and and, and believe it or not, well,
4: go our thing, children. Are- okay, I we've got the, the 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 Bill of Rights, and now that the Bill of Rights basically was what our founding fathers decided. Okay, these right. are the rights that we want to put on paper, and, right. and, and the so right. you know, but the, then people started going, "Well, I have a right to this," and no. As a society, we can decide we have a right to that. But when it gets right down to it, I'm a purist. I believe those are what are our rights as a citizen of this country. And, you know, uh, just a, a conversation I had not long ago. Somebody said, "I, you know, we have a right to health care." I said, "No, right now you don't." Now, if as a, a society we want to decide that everybody has a right to health care then that's something that's a discussion to be had but don't assume well, actually, that you've got a right to decided. anything that's not written into law
1: that that actually has been that actually has been written it is the universal laws of humanity where most every country all came together and decided what our basic human rights are and you can go look it up it, it's the truth it's our basic human rights our basic human rights are, one of them is that we have shelter, food, water, water that we can drink.
2: Right, right. not the yeah. And
1: health care. You are entitled to have health care. The United States does not do that. We have to have privatized health care, basically. So, yes, that is one of our basic human rights. It has been established. The U.S just does not have an agreement on it but it is our basic human okay, rights so it is well
4: okay well, wait wait i want to okay what you just said i want to understand who you're saying that we have that who decided that we have those rights that you just enumerated
1: all most of the major countries of this world all
4: decided what our basic human rights are and they ah, all came to let's see okay that's the, See, that's the problem, though. If we're going to say just because those guys say we have those rights, then doesn't that also relinquish that if those guys say, well, you don't have this right, then they can take a right away from us, and we haven't signed anything. Is that what you just told me?
1: No, no, that's not true, because that does not affect our Bill of Rights. That does not affect Constitution. That has nothing to do with our Constitution. You're just saying as a human race, these are human human Basic human rights, this has been established. This is There is basic criteria in this world where we have established by people that we have delegated to do this for us.
2: So representatives from each country, they exactly. all came together they and they said, okay, we agree These that this is what our basic human, human rights, are. rights are.
1: And that we as countries need to make sure that our people have their basic human rights met.
2: And I agree that that's a good idea. And, you know, it may be out there, but how many countries don't do that? True. I mean, think about it. All the gates are being backed over and and, and where that's I'm not saying
4: it shouldn't be a right.
2: I I don't want anybody to -hmm. misunderstand
4: me. I'm not saying it shouldn't be a right. I'm just saying that there's a leap there between just claiming it as a right until – we, as a country, write it into law.
2: Right, right, right. I, I agree with you that until everybody knows and everybody agrees, and, and you know, you can have
1: everybody 200 people. Everybody will not people, agree. We all know that. We, know, it, we have that, to have that's that's, majority rule.
2: Right. And, and that's.
1: And that's a problem.
2: And it is a problem. Because every problem country believes. Country. There are still countries out there that believe that they need nuclear weapons. There are still countries like us. I mean, we have them. We know mm-hmm. we do, but mm-hmm. yet force other countries to get rid of theirs.
1: Yep. They get rid of theirs like we get rid of ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They hide them. Correct.
2: So, it's just, we can sit here and argue and speculate and say what we want that's in our heart, which is great because we need to get it off our chest and we have to make we it... We have
1: lots of hearts coming out. Yeah, here. but we
2: have to make it you know a little more public knowledge, I guess, with everything that we're saying and we believe. Bottom line is that We, as simple people of the United States, only have so many rights that we actually can use because the government rules us. The people with power and money rule us. We can sit here and say, we vote for the president. Our vote matters. Um, We are the ones that said we wanted these people to run our country. We gave them all the rights to do this. But at the same time, those are the same people coming back, putting bugs in our phones, right? putting devices in our, in Call, our VRs.
1: Calling on you the know,
2: Russians. <laughs> they're <laughs> the same people that want to well, put it, chips it, it, in it, every it, person. It. Yeah. People have to understand <laughs> that you, politics, you is, all yes, yes, politics yes. is all about power. Yes, yes.
4: Politics is all about power. You can elect the best person in the world. I mean, elect – a just a person that believes in human rights, that believes everything you do, a really good person. They get in that office and the first thing that goes through their mind is, This is sweet. And they start that right. little progression into and I'll call it corruption, but they it becomes their job to stay in that position or to or to advance their power. That is human right. nature there's no getting away from it, like and think, I and it's something we just have to work with
1: I think that I would like to believe that not all and not every person feels like that like i don't I would like to believe that President Obama did not go into office going, I need to hold on to this. This is my chance. Right. I really believe that he had the people in mind when he took that office. What we see now is you and what you said to be true you have a corrupt man that was already corrupt in a p- powerful position where he does not want to let go of that so i think there's a difference i would like to believe that you know and it and there is some truth to power corrupt
3: right
2: well well you look at it this way i mean we know that there one of my favorite presidents and i don't care what anybody says but one of my favorite presidents was ronald reagan <laughs>
1: I love you so much. All right.
2: He, he, he was I one of my you. favorite presidents. And, mm-hmm. you know, yes, he was actor, and, and, you know, people can say what they want about the man. But,
1: Reaganomics.
2: But I but I love the man. And I loved what he believed in. And I truly believe that there are people that are put into office as a president or vice president or whatever seat that they sit in. I think their intentions are to help the public, are to help their people. Excuse me. But then you have all these big corporations that say, well, Here, if you, let me if do you don't, you this. if you kind of turn that piece of paper over and ignore that, I'll give you two hundred grand.
1: Sorry, and it happens, exactly. and
2: that's how the corruption starts, but that's, and that's where it goes, and then they lose all of that.
1: But then that's where we need people that have moral and morals and ethics.
2: There's not that many people out there like that anymore because the dollar bill. I shouldn't even say the dollar because the dollar is not worth a dime, but a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> You can, you can pretty much give to anybody and, and say, I, 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 for 20 bucks, take off your shoe and, and, and eat the shoestrings. And they'll uh, do it because but, it's money.
1: But that's not something that's going to corrupt their morals and, and their ethics. You would need to say, okay, can I give you this? I really would like to believe that I am not going to change my fucking morals and ethics because you're paying me to do so. Well,
2: how does that start? Let's think about that for a second. Well, I, Most of it starts at home, Correct. correct. Everything about us starts at home, yeah. which starts with our parents, starts with their parents, and then their parents. Oh, let's not forget, it's what you're taught in school. Oh, let's not forget, it's what... Buddy's parents taught him. So
1: I think so necessarily. But we it, all have our own. We do we have our have own individually what, taught, what we believe. But, but, but at the same also time, we have our own moral and ethics monitor, right? I really would like to believe that. I, I would like to believe that everybody had morals and ethics like that. Don't want I to sway. I would too.
2: I like agree me. with you. I would too. But the facts are. But I know that's are, not the truth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the facts are. <laughs> is that it's not that way.
3: No, when we started
2: right. on this conversation, I was talking about laws. I was talking about our rights, what mm-hmm. we could or couldn't do. There are so many new laws and rules that we cannot do that we should have. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I, I don't know about you, Wes, or, or you, Cindy, but I am sick and tired of how the new, brand-new generation of humans treat their parents because they couldn't have a hand laid on their ass Correct. because if they did it was called mm-hmm. child abuse i not like the fact that anybody can walk in any store with a gun and shoot the teller and take their money and be able to get away with it because it does happen not everybody gets caught true not everybody
1: not everybody does
2: and the reasoning is because they have people that are right there with them that know how it works. They have money that can buy them out of any situation. So their mind says, hey, I can do whatever I want. I got somebody else who's going to pay for me, so I don't have to worry about Didn't it. Didn't we
1: see that, though? I mean, we've seen that time and time again, time and time again. When, it, again. when it comes to the rich getting out of things. How <laughs>
2: many people, uh, let's put it this way, New York <laughs> State lottery. It's like $255 million right now for the Powerball. Do you know who's going to win that? I can tell you right now. It's going to be somebody in either Yonkers or New York City or Tampa. It's going to be someplace where there are millions of people, but these are people that spend $2,000 on that ticket because they have money already. The rich keep getting rich and the poor keep getting poor because it's still a fact. It's the way it is. It's kind of like Law of the Jungle. Hmm. Unfortunately, it is law of the you jungle. You know, it is, but it's money. It's not so much the way it used to be. It's more about money. Wes, when was the last time your no, neighbor m- 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 to money you? money is said, the new hey, teeth.
4: Huh? I said, money is the new teeth. Law of the jungle. Used the biggest lion right. wins. Well, now it's whoever has the right. most money. But, but that is that is uh, that is the fact of our society.
2: It is. And the people that really need the help and really need the rules to apply are suffering. They're the ones that are. I'm sorry to say this, but I, I'm 51 or 52 years old, and I'm so afraid. I <laughs> do you not
1: know your age. I, don't know. I still don't understand that.
2: I have that problem. But, anyways, you can't answer 40, didn't you? That's what I did. Yeah, yeah pretty much.
3: <laughs>
1: I
2: have this fear that when I turn 65, and, and we know there probably 65 isn't.
1: 65 or 66. Yeah,
2: and, and there's not going to be anything for me to retire. I don't really know that. But. I'm afraid that the people that are going to be running our country, that are going to be our police officers, that are going to be our military, are going to be our doctors, are going to be, they're going to be at the risk of being shot tonight going home, fat, lazy, don't give a shit about anybody but themselves, um, think they're right, um, never had a hand on their ass, and their mommy and daddy gives them everything they want because they're afraid of their own kid. I still
1: spanked my children. I I'm actually, just saying
2: that's, that's what I'm afraid of.
1: I actually had a police officer tell me, just don't leave marks. Use a phone book.
2: I have, <laughs> I have a godson right now who has autism, a slight autism problem, yeah. and I fear for him every single day when he goes to school.
1: So instead of all of us being in fear, how about if we send love? Because that's what's going to help everybody. We need to stop being it's in this like place of it fear. Forward.
2: It's one of those good things. You need to step forward and give something good you, back. You. It, neighbors used to, like Wes, I was, like I said earlier, it's like, when's the last time a neighbor for you came over and said, hey, I'll mow your lawn for you? You know, back in, well, back man, in we, the day. Okay,
4: everybody, social media has isolated us. We think it's great to be able to reach out all around the world. But it used to be if you wanted to cuss out your neighbor, You had to go next door and cuss him out. Now, you can post (laughs) it on Facebook.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, Facebook has got some changes coming.
1: They do. I'm sure of it.
2: I think all social media has got some really big things changing.
1: Well, how about they don't listen to our every phone call? And How about your TV set doesn't uh, record you or the little box?
2: I have a friend that doesn't own a cell phone. I, he doesn't own a cell phone. He doesn't own a cable box. Um, he still watches old his old he? movies. He, um, uh, probably mid to late 50s, maybe early 60s. And because he's afraid. the well, yeah, our the generation
4: feels everything. like this. That's what I'm saying. Your, our generation feels like this. We still embrace the freedoms that we grew up with. Uh, good right. example, you're talking about spanking. Okay, now where I grew up, my, there were days when I was a little child, nine, ten years old. My mom did not see me from the middle of the morning, I, but I would be home before dark. But I would wander the road. I would wander the farm. You know, we grew up in a rural area, but I was free. Today, my yep. mom would be in jail, and I would be in foster care.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It is true. Yeah. I
1: can remember walking with me and my friend. We were six years old. We were walking down Monroe Ave by ourselves. We lived right around the corner, we, but it was, we were okay to do that, and we went to right there to the YMCA and to the public library that's right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can remember that. Story. My
2: parents, and my, I love to fish. I still do. And, mm-hmm. and my brothers and I, we would get together. We'd get our fishing poles and our stuff. And we, in the morning, early, like 5 a.m., we'd just say, Mom, Dad, we'll see you later. And we were gone the whole day. We'd get home just before dark. And they would say to us, hey, how did it go? What did you catch? Blah, blah, blah. Today, you can't. Well. You you have. First off, there's a lot of fear that happens in there. You know? I mean, I hate to say this, but have you looked lately at the statistics of children and young women that are still being abducted? Right. It's higher than ever.
1: Do You know that. Higher than ever. How about adult women just coming out of um, 21, 22, even even 30, just coming out of any place in that in you know just something so every day is coming out of Walmart or Target? Mm. and being abducted by two men?
3: Mm.
1: Just right here in Webster, there were men trying to they they saw this woman coming out, they were literally waiting and they were coming up to this woman and somebody else went over to them to
4: stop whatever was going on.
2: Yeah, but this is this, this is, is scary. It is scary. And but it there are scary, certain but things what that,
4: freedoms are you willing to give up to stop it?
2: Exactly. And that that's what I'm saying. There's, there's so the many catch. things out there that are happening. I I, I
1: don't feel that we have to give up freedoms in order to 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 ha- be safe
2: i believe that i believe
1: that, the children are the future <laughs> treat them well and let them lead the way <laughs> that i was
2: believe, good right it was good <laughs> I, I believe that when our forefathers sat down Go and wrote, it, Sorry, wrote do this it. stuff down for us it was set for that time period. It
1: really was. I mean, think about...
2: But, let's think about this. They were still thinking about the future in some sense there. I mean, do you really want to take the guns away from everybody in their homes?
1: Wait a second. We were talking about guns that were from the 1700s, and it was not to right. put and in, gun this- in every person's hand. It is not a goddamn... Let me have a sharpshooter gun in everybody's
4: goddamn
2: hands. You're talking. About, yes, I get it, but we don't
4: need that okay, shit. Now let,
1: let, what let I want
4: to use her logic. I, I want to use her logic for a moment. Um, do you feel like oh, you should be? You should have freedom of expression on Facebook, for example.
3: I think fucking do. <laughs> yes, she does.
2: She does. <laughs> I and listen. Okay, when it
3: comes. to
1: Of expression and being able to Speak what we what I don't have A problem with it do I agree with The KKK going out And talking racial slurs To everybody no But I will I will give them What they are afforded in this country I don't fucking agree with it Obviously but if I want to be able to Say fuck on my video show I damn well am going to have that and I will Have to tolerate Which is something that a lot of us do Do not do is well, then, no, right? well, wait a minute
4: now, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Facebook, they didn't have computers back then. How can you have a right to express yourself on Facebook and or on Internet radio if they didn't have that back then? I don't think they envisioned you being able to curse on the air in 1776. But they believed in
1: 1776, they believed that we all had a right to and that the government should not stop us from what we had to speak or think or Absolutely. anything else. And that's what it comes
4: Absolutely. To.
1: The government did not have control of that. And we are not having to uh, uh, listen to the government put us in jail like many other countries still do to this day. We have the right to speak out publicly of our government. We have that right. And we can still do it. And it doesn't matter about fucking uh, electronic devices. Because I can go in the middle of Rochester, New York, and get on a goddamn soapbox and do what I'm doing now. And I don't need this fucking equipment here to right. do it. No, right. but you right.
0: will need a permit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it yeah. doesn't
1: matter, though. I right. could
4: still do it.
0: Right. See, I, well, I agree be with
1: you.
4: I agree with you. Right. But my, my point is, okay. I, going. You're, you're right. Oh, you they did not envision... They probably did not envision an AR-15, but do I have a right to defend myself against the guy that's already got the AR-15? Oh, yeah, you certainly you do certainly
3: have the right. You certainly
1: do, but it doesn't mean that, that you need to – we don't need these damn guns that are just only meant to kill people. It is, and it's not just to kill one person. It's to take out a goddamn church.
4: I'm not saying I'm not saying we we need them I'm not saying we need them. them I'm saying they're already out there
1: the whole reason that we were given the right to bear arms is so the government didn't control us not to defend ourselves against our neighbor this is bullshit and somebody needs to say it I don't care John if he puts a fucking thing it says gun control is not about guns it's about control Yes, I agree with that. But unfortunately, when lawmakers are being padded and given fucking money by the NRA to give guns to every friggin' person without fucking reason and not enough
0: control. Hold on. You don't need a reason. Just like your freedom of expression, it's protected in our Constitution.
1: That is true, John. But when they're right. not looking at the people and there's not enough of a waiting time and there's not enough, an, and we're just giving people everything if, they want. That's if, not, if, not good.
0: If, if you take away well, you, the gun. Now you do have to understand the pushback. You know.
1: That's not, not the truth, John.
4: Absolutely it is.
3: <sighs>
4: okay, here. I just believe. Uh, here's the thing. I just want to explain. Go. The reason people push back so hard against gun control is that, yes, you're absolutely right. People with – um maybe there should be a waiting period. But the people that embrace the uh, the right to bear arms fear that if they give up that, then it's just a creep, just like um, wiretapping.
2: Right. Well – I, I didn't mean to start like this big old thing over here. <laughs> it's but, not very
0: paranormal.
2: Right. But 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 we were talking about, about rights, and, you know, there are so many things out there that we could sit here and do this all night long.
1: You know I could.
2: And, you know, <laughs> the ba- what I was trying to get to before we exploded with all this was that the basic rights that we have um,
1: – I think blog talk is off. Right? It,
2: it's still going. It just shows that it's off air, but is – we do still have some rights and some rights we don't have. And I was trying to make a point that if all of us got together and decided, let's say we talked about this in the paranormal field, Mm -hmm. got one piece of, get one article that everyone uses, it would make things better (laughs) for us. And I think that's the same with like this whole thing with the government is like we follow Mm -hmm. what is said to us, over the airwaves, over YouTube, over Facebook because we put these other people in control of that. All right. We we put these people in office. I just want some of the well, the normal some of little us put rights. In I just want some, some rights to be able to still be there when I turn sixty five. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean I I, I just I, I want to be able to live in a country where I can believe that the paranormal is going to advance and not sit there and just chase its own tail that's where i'm at you know and it's just i just did a whole roundabout about all that crap because i don't want to get back into it but Wes, we have to get out of here thank you so much for joining us and, and I, I i i loved having you here I we'll loved, have to do I this again
1: debating. i love debating
2: we'll have to have him back again and we'll, we'll see you in Scarefest, whether we get a table or not we'll we're gonna come down and uh <laughs> we're gonna have a good time either way and uh but um, thank you, everybody, for watching us here. Wes, thank you again for, for stopping by. and uh, Thank you Cindy, so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Calm down, Cindy. James hey, Rule says you need a hug. Uh, so somebody hug Cindy. So we're going to hug Cindy here in a minute. and It'll um, be
3: a hug, fan.
2: <laughs> All right, Wes. You uh-huh. have yourself a great night. Thank you again. Everybody else, don't forget, tune in next Monday, at 8 o'clock. We have Linda Godfrey on the show. We are going to be talking... Dogmen. We're gonna be talking werewolf. That's
3: right. That's and right. Werewolf
2: babies. Oh, baby. That's that's baby, what we baby. that's what we are gonna be talking about next Monday at eight o'clock. We won't be talking about rules, regulations, constitution, bill of rights, or gun control. We're gonna be talking about werewolves. Thank you. <laughs> All right everybody, have yourself a good night. This is Ted and Cindy saying. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Wherever there's darkness, there there's is always, always the light. Life.
3: You've you been listening to Paranormal Talk right
2: here on Paratalkradio.com. Catch us again next Monday at 8 p.m. Eating. Eastern and 7 p.m. Central, where we will go. bring you another fantastic guest. Thank you again to our sponsors and Jay Wolf Productions.
3: Robert
1: be
2: safe, said. be good. Until next time, remember wherever there is darkness, there is always the light. Paratalkradio.com.
3: Okay, so listen. Hold Robert, on. Robert said the
1: orange freak won't be there much and longer.
0: Now everybody can make as much noise as you want. We're still online.
1: I I was okay with it. I said I Your said,
0: microphone was
1: off. My mic is off. Well, listen, I talk loud enough. Yes, we. Hi not. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you also like like minded like these two? Good. I just want to know where you're standing. You fucking can't understand. Where I am at I was in there half the time over her parts of the oil. So you're saying that nobody
4: should have a firearm of any
3: kind? No, that's
1: not what I'm saying at all. No, I don't agree that that there isn't containment. That I, I don't feel like the NRA should be able to have a say in our government. I don't feel that that's acceptable. That goes against moral Do you feel politics. that you
0: should have a right to say anything to the government?
1: We do have that right. And yes, we are We allowed. do, and
0: a lot of people but use the, the NRA is, to express their particular opinion.
1: But the problem is is the NRA pays the government to lobbyists that do that on express.
0: both I don't sides.
1: They have the money to go and pay the government, and I don't think that's fair because what they're saying is that money talks and and Ethics, ethics and, and more of and that And that's the same thing. Look at back, back 10, 15 years. We did not have fucking commercials about Exalta. I'm I'm, you're going to die by eating this medicine. You're going to have, your liver is going to die. Your kidney is going to die. Your brain will no longer work, but take this medicine. It somehow corrects what's wrong with you. I don't agree with lobbyists, lobbyists, period. I don't think that they should.
0: So there should be no lobbyists. There should
1: be no money that exchanges hands. Let's put it that way. If there are lobbyists, there should be ethics and morals involved and not a fucking dollar because that's what we were just talking about, about money corrupt. Right.
5: Of course, it does. And,
1: and 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 Ted was saying that if I if I get paid <clears> and somebody's going to pay me to do something, I'm going to look the other way and and go against my morals and ethics. Well, that's goddamn wrong. I'm not. I, I, no, you're giving me money no. because you want me to do this. If I accept your money, it doesn't mean I'm going to but do what you want exactly me to. But that's not exactly
0: how it works. The thing about lobbyists and and about organizations be it the NRA or any other, is that that they're not actually paying that dude over there to do what it is that they want. What the NRA does is they collect money from all of their people, being an NRA cardholder, who then pitches my annual freaking dues into the NRA, and the NRA then goes and pitches all of their side of the story to a particular candidate who looks like he will vote in the way that we want. And they will take that money and contribute it to his campaign so that he gets okay. elected and votes the way we hope that he's going to vote. It doesn't necessarily buy votes. And there are plenty of guys out but there that get elected and that don't that do been what
1: established, they want. Uh, as of late was that corporations are people, which that's not true. So now you have All of these fucking crazy-ass people get a vote because they're a corporation, and that corporation is a person. And now the lobbyists have that corporation behind them
2: with billions
1: of dollars to funnel into X, Y, Z. Trump. Well, I can say this. This is not not how our politics and our government was set up in 1776. We did not. But that, that was called corruption, and they were going against that. And people who were in politics thought that that was okay.
7: With lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly
6: beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
7: Sorry,
5: sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.